Hello, and welcome to the What the What podcast. It's the podcast where we tell you what's nerdy, what's popping with culture, what's giving us all the nostalgic feels, and what's there to geek out about, past, present, and future. It's all the what's in one place. That's Eric Creech. We have Kyle Whitley. I'm Ashby Brame, and with us today, special guest Ricky Lyles. Yay! Friend of the pod. A producer of the pod. Producer. I'm so sorry. He gets a producer credit. Every week. Every week. And we're bringing it back old school because we are back in Ricky Lyles' house for the recording of this episode. It's like the Beatles being back at Apple Studios. We have brought Ringo Starr back to us. Yes, Ringo. Yay. He was the drummer, right? Yes. 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 Okay. Um, But we brought Ricky back for a yearly tradition at this point. Uh, last year, around Thanksgiving, we did the Thanksgiving meal draft. Ricky, what did you draft first overall last year, by the way? Gravy. <laughs> he drafted gravy. Main main course? Yes. Main, yeah. Just <laughs> I think a no, gravy? You just said seeing the look on their faces when I said gravy, they went like, oh. We can't use that now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm an uh, Yeah, we were very upset. He drafted number one overall as his utility, and yeah. But this year... We are doing the Christmas meal draft, and we have an extra person. So we're doing four people drafting our meals. And here's how this will work. Um, those of you watching. First time drafter, long time listener. Long time <laughs> so there are seven categories that you have to draft for. You have your main dish. You have three sides. You have a dessert. You have a utility dish that can be used for anything. And then you have, which is new this year, the beverage. Every meal will have a glass of water, um, you know, because you get water for free. But you also have a beverage slot that you have to fill this year. And I think it's, um, I think it's going to be pretty interesting to see how people or how each of us go about drafting our meals. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, Kyle, you haven't said much. Uh, I know you're working on our new, our new little sound thingy. That it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. We're just. We're growing up. <laughs> Hopefully, this sounds better than what it has. In the, don't get me wrong. Like I've really enjoyed the sitting around the couch, sitting on the couch, mm-hmm. and having just the um, what is it that's been recording us? The, the um, uh, what is it called? The ice something? The ice ball? Blue uh, snowball? Blue? Snowball. Snowball. That's right. And snowball's not bad, but honestly, we probably haven't used it the absolute best ways. Where we've kind of all just sat back. So you've probably heard some echoey type sounds every once in a while. Hopefully, we're going to work on this and get that better. It was um, very kumbaya. It was. I've enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. Like it, I really yeah. liked it. It worked. I mean, but it, now this is working better. Hey, Scooby. Um, so yeah, but we're uh, we're super excited about tonight. Now we have not set our draft order. I was going to do it before the podcast, but Kyle's like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. That'll be great for the podcast. It will be. So I've put our names into a randomizer on my phone. Okay. And we are going to randomize it four more times. So that way, y'all don't say it's rigged or whatever. Or it can be any number if you think four is rigged. I'm fine with any number. I think Eric's cheating already. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So what number do you want? Six. Six. Okay, I'll randomize it six times. <laughs> How about seven? Seven is the most powerfully magical number. So That's a good point. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. So that's one. You're growling. That wasn't Ricky's stomach. That was, was my no, stomach. Oh. <laughs> Um, two. We're working on our live nativity scene here That's tonight. That's right. Three. Yeah. Randomized. Oh. Oh, four. <laughs> Tucker's not happy. Five. Six. And seven. Here is the draft order. Drafting first overall, Ricky. Ah. Uh. Uh. 
drafting second, Gravy. Kyle. Yes. Drafting third, myself. Oh, and man. then drafting fourth is Ashby. But this year. This is what I get for speaking up. Yep. Th- mm-hmm. This year, it's a <laughs> snake draft. So when we get to the second round, it reverses the order. That's right. Okay. So Ashby will go first in the second okay. round. And she'll go first in all the even rounds. And Ricky will go first in all the odd rounds. Okay. So before we jump in. Um, yes. Well, I wasn't reading for that. Yeah, I'm sure. Do you want to clarify a little bit the rules? We know the rules for the most part between ourselves, but do you want to clarify for everyone else? Oh, absolutely. Let me pull them up because I actually sent these guys a list of official rules for this draft. uh, So to make sure we're all playing by the same rules. Uh, So let me pull it up on the Google Drive here. I read the rules and like a complete girl was like, yeah, I'll figure it out. Yeah. I kind of was that way. And then I didn't go back. It really is. I show up and it's like, oh, okay, that's what we're doing? Cool. No, I really did read them because I thought I knew and I have a question about one, but I wanted to let you go down first. Did you read the rules? Okay. Ricky made the rules. That's true. I I, I said, you cannot draft anything that you wouldn't eat yeah, yourself. Yeah, that's an unofficial rule. It's not on the thing, but oh, it's, that's an un- good. it's an unofficial rule. I have it at the top of my thing. Everything I so draft. If you say broccoli over there, we know. Okay, to be okay. fair, I would eat broccoli. I wouldn't like it, but I would eat it. Okay. We'll talk about that when we get to the social media section. Somebody has personally sent me a recipe they want you to try. And I'm going to plot they said you're, They said you're going to love broccoli from that point on once you eat it. I'll make it for you. Can we block that person from our social no. media stuff? We'll, have it, we'll do a YouTube video. I'll make the broccoli dish. Yes. Eric will try to eat mm-hmm. it. And that'll be one of our YouTube videos. Because Eric also has this thing where if he's doesn't like it, and you're like, I bet you like it if you try it, he automatically shuts it down. He's like, no, there's no way I'm going to like this. So he has to put a blindfold on him. We do. And just shove it in his mouth. Yep. All right. Rules of the draft. <laughs> you must fill seven draft spots, which we talked about. Main dish, three sides, dessert, beverage, and utility. Anything can be put in the utility spot. Water cannot be drafted. All contestants have water as an option, but you must draft a different beverage. You can draft what you'd like in any order. So that means you don't have to draft your main dish first. You can draft a side or a beverage or whatever. As long as you fill your slots, you can draft in any order. Um, Once something has been drafted, it cannot be drafted again by another contestant. Um, So if, for example, if I draft steak, Ricky cannot draft steak. Okay. Question with that. That's yes. where my question came in. Okay. You were, in your instructions, you, you put it in there. So if somebody has like fried chicken, chicken's just off the board at that chicken's point. Chicken's off the board. How about bread? Um, depends on. Because I feel like bread should be off the board at that point. It depends on how, I mean, if you have like regular sliced bread or rolls or. The, or right, because bis- that's like potatoes. Or biscuits. I feel like that falls under the potato rule. Okay. Right. Where it's like mashed potatoes, scalloped potatoes. Whatever potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to. Oh, so, you, so we can do different potatoes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that's the next thing. Um, so once a main dish has been drafted, it cannot be drafted again for, by being cooked differently. For example, grilled chicken and fried chicken is still chicken. can't be drafted more than Okay. Once. I feel like that's fair. However, there's an exception for sides like potatoes. They can be drafted differently because arguably they are different sides. Potatoes can be drafted as french fries, mashed potatoes, scallop, whatever. One whatever. question with that then. And yes. I'm not trying to say, I, I just want to be focused on this. So like broccoli. If yes. you got, if one person just does like straight broccoli, mm-hmm. but somebody else is doing a broccoli casserole, um, do you allow that or no? Because technically, like broccoli and broccoli casserole is two different things. It is, but what do y'all think? Like fried chicken and barbecue chicken is technically two different things. No, they're not. They're, it's still chicken. It's just once got a sauce and it's cooked differently. So, it's prepared okay. differently. Uh, okay, I have an idea. Okay. If okay, so. Fried chicken and barbecue chicken, no one can take chicken because that's the only ingredient really is chicken. You're cooking it different ways. Okay. Right. If someone calls a vegetable 
like broccoli, mm-hmm. if you add something else to it, you can then claim it as a different side. Okay. So like if someone says steamed broccoli and someone says boiled broccoli, no. no but if okay. someone says steamed broccoli and someone says broccoli rice casserole, totally different. Okay. Totally different. Because there's I, an I equal amount of other products. Yes. Correct. Okay. I would, agree, I, can do I would agree with that. And that goes to number seven. If there's a question about food item eligibility, then the remaining drafters will make the decision if it's eligible or not. Fair. So if Kyle says something and I say, wait a minute, I don't think that should be eligible, Ashby and Ricky would make the decision if that should be eligible or not. Okay. So just one question, because I'm really not trying to just prolong. I want to make sure we're clear. Uh No, you definitely are. Because now we're saying, though, like if one person's doing boiled potatoes and one person's doing mashed potatoes, that's the same thing as broccoli steamed versus broccoli something like... No, because mashed potatoes involve butter and milk, whereas boiled okay. potatoes are just potatoes and water. Okay. Yes. I just wanted to clarify. I, I just want to make sure. Okay. I think that's all my questions. They are prepared differently. Yes. Correct. Okay. All right. Um, if you draft something, you can say what slot you're drafting it for, but you have the option of changing that as the draft goes on. So if you draft mashed potatoes and put it as one of your sides, but then you want to make that your main dish for some reason, you can move it in the draft. Now, I don't okay. know why you would do that, but whatever. Um, so with that, are we going in an order, or are you sure. just how whatever you want to pick? Yeah, you put you put it where you want to. That was okay. So there's not a main dish round. No, that okay. was rule number three. You can draft what you'd like in any order. That's well, right. pay attention. So Kyle. we're going in the snaking order, but we can draft in any order. Yes. Okay. okay. And draft order will determine the night of, and we'll operate in a snake style draft. And then number ten, let's just have fun with it because we've had a, we have enough rules. That's okay. me. I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. So, as we said earlier, it's Ricky, Kyle, myself, then Ashby in the first round, and then we reverse it. So, Ricky, you have the first overall pick. What are you going to draft with your first pick? I'm going with London Broil. Oh, he's not going to go gravy. Okay. He's going to go London broil. Do you want to talk about why you're drafting that first before you go write it on the board? I've had so much turkey and ham. I wanted something different this time. Plus, you know, I'm going for a uh, a diabetic meal that someone, okay. you know, people, you know, I'm going for a little healthy. Okay. So, I'm, you know, something that you can eat a lot of. And, and, and now typically steak you can't eat a lot of. Red meat you're not supposed to eat a lot of. But I figured I'd treat myself this year. So you okay. just took And I'm actually cooking this meal christmas nice so what did he take off the board he took steak, steak off the board with that because london broil is, is a steak. steak yeah it's just got a different sauce on it mm. i have a question about my i just i got i saw that look in his eye mm. i'm going to go put it on the board okay question london right. broil is steak is it's a different kind of or cut of steak though it's i it's think steak. That, it's well beef. okay so well is that does that mean hamburgers off the board then yes Okay, I'm. Do- I, I disagree with that. I think hamburger and steak are different. I think different cuts of steak are different. I I might give you hamburger because it's ground beef, but like any cut of steak is, you know, like yeah, if steak. you're going doing London broil versus T-bone versus you know filet mignon, like okay. that's steak. So I'll have a question when I. I don't know what you're doing there, Ricky. Flaming. Okay. Wow. I have a yeah. Wow. I have a question about mine because I think technically that would be it's, cat. It's under this cow steak banner, but I think it's prepared okay. completely differently than. I think I've thrown a monkey wrench in him already. Okay. Not really. I just wasn't prepared to have this different. This is cuts. going. I wasn't so prepared well. to have cuts of steak 
like be all the same. Okay. So. Okay. Anyway, Kyle, number two. I'm stealing, or not stealing. First, let me just say, because there's part of me that's like, I can go a different route and really just make this all trying to mess up everybody's meals. Because that would be a jerk thing to do. And you would. And I'm glad you say that, because now I feel better about going the route I want to go. I'd rather go the route of the meal I, I really love on Christmas. So, okay. I'm taking country ham. Country ham. So that takes mm. ham. That's a good pick. Nice. Uh, Ricky, you forgot to put number one, uh, round number one, your pick. Oh, I don't put it in our... Well, you do it that there, too, but we need the... So, for those that aren't watching on Facebook Live or I know, we also have a giant whiteboard um, that as we were doing this, we're filling in the blanks on this board of our big draft board. So, I'm taking country ham. Country ham. All right. Do you want to talk about why you're taking country ham before you write it down? Um, <laughs> let's wait because you'll start to see the trend soon. And then I can talk more versus cool. ruining the trend. Cool, cool. Okay, cool. Ashby, you want to go ahead and make your so, – no, I'm next. No, Never you're next. I'm, I'm last. next. Okay. I'm last. And then I'm first. Well, I'm <laughs> going gonna, gonna to make my pick. But before, I'm going to go ahead and reveal my hand. I'm going to share with what I'm doing and why I'm doing it because it will not make sense. Okay. I'm going to draft my beverage first. Okay. My draft selections is uh, called the Christmas Movie Meal. Inspired by meals eaten in famous Christmas movies. I like it. Yeah, that's good. And my number one pick, my beverage, is hot chocolate. Nice. Mm. It is inspired by the Santa Claus, Polar Express, and the Holiday. Is there anything that looked more delicious to drink in Christmas cinema history than the hot chocolate Judy whips up for Scott Calvin at the North Pole? True. And the Polar Express only has one rule. Never, ever let it cool. Of course, you've got to make it like Judy does. Not too hot. Extra chocolate, shaken, not stirred. Hopefully it doesn't take you 1,200 years to get it right. By the way, don't hit on Judy. She's seeing someone in wrapping. Mm -hmm. uh, you can also feel free to enjoy your hot chocolate with marshmallows or maybe even a stick of peppermint like Graham and Amanda in the holiday do with Graham's girls. It's perfect for a w warming up on a cold winter's night. So going to watch the holiday. So yeah, I'm chocolate. trying to think. I don't know if I've seen the holiday. And love, actually. I haven't seen either one of those Christmas yeah, The holiday is really good, too. Uh, it's or got any of the Scott Christmas Jack Black in it, who we discussed earlier, could replace Chris Pratt in anything. So my hot, number one pick hot is tape. hot chocolates. Mm. Okay. Nice. I think that's good. Write it down. I didn't see that one coming. I'm trying to figure out what you're doing here. Ricky's she's cheating. Got, she's got Ricky and Eric. She's got acronyms. Cards. Yeah, she used to cheating. I I hid all of mine by using yeah, by using you acronyms. Did that. I'm trying to figure that out. I, well, I had a thought as we were talking, so I wrote it down. <clears throat> but I I wrote it down so that none of you know what I'm talking about. Okay, so I also have a theme. Well, let me write something down here. Now. I I have um selected a meal around all of my family's traditional recipes passed down over many, many generations. And not every single slot will have one, but a lot of them will. I've heard about one of them that I can't wait to try. Yes. So I'm going to make sure that no one takes it. So I am going to have um, one of my sides be my great-great-grandmother Elizabeth Acra Hackney's potato rolls. I'm excited for potato rolls. Which potato I can rolls make sound incredible. from scratch. It takes me all day. You have They actually have potato in them. You have to boil potato, mash it, you know, make bread dough out of that, and then let it rise for an hour, hour and a half. 
Mm. And then you have to make the actual rolls and pan them out. And that makes about 80 rolls. And then you let those rise in the pans for three hours. And then you have to cook all of them. Awesome. It involves a lot of Crisco and a lot of butter. All right. Well, before you make your select, uh, write it down. You actually have the fifth pick. Do you okay. want to go ahead and make your second pick and you can write them both down at the same time? Yes. Thank you. Um, I feel like I'm at a chess match. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's exactly what it feels like, especially with London Royal ruining mm-hmm. my plans. Possibly. Oh man. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go ahead with my main, and I'm gonna choose one of um, the Brame family favorites: pork tenderloin. Oh, that's good. We make some mean pork tenderloin. Now, how do you cook it? Um, so we normally get uh, you know, multiple of the tenderloins, and then get like just the plain ones from the store and put them in foil and then add a lot of different like spices and things and um, either put them on the grill or put them in the oven. Very nice. Nice. Yeah. So okay. you can use the au jus from there. Yes. That's right. Uh, it's that's, so good. It's funny. Yeah. Um, I have that written down as one of my um, possible things. So very cool. But my next pick is something I will definitely eat because I think I drafted it last year in the Thanksgiving draft. My second round pick is macaroni and cheese. This selection, inspired by Home Alone, goes with almost anything. After a night of setting up your house with booby traps to catch robbers and bad guys, this would certainly be a good part of the meal, especially if it looked as delicious as Kevin's did. Maybe you'll get to enjoy it before the bad guys show up, and if you do, you have to recite the prayer that goes with it. Bless this highly nutritious microwavable macaroni and cheese dinner and the people who sold it on sale. Amen. That's the best looking like microwavable meal. Every yeah, period. So mac and cheese, my second pick as a side. It's a good choice. And I believe Kyle, you're up next. I am. Uh, I think I'm going to jump to dessert because I just don't want anybody to steal it. Not necessarily that you would. Sorry, I've got Um, several dessert options because I figured that would be a popular one. Good. My favorite one is cherry pie. So I'm taking cherry pie for dessert. it's just one of my favorite things. You don't eat it often. We have random cakes and stuff throughout the year, but I feel like always at Christmas somebody makes one, and honestly, it's probably just a frozen one that's heated up. But that's what my choice is going to be for dessert, cherry pie. Comments, guys? I like it. Yum. <laughs> Yum. 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 Yum is She's the response. She's my cherry pie. No, sorry. Warrant, anyone? 80s? Okay. Sorry, I wasn't at my mic. So, yeah, when people make their selections, we usually need to comment on those selections. Otherwise, we just have dead air. So <laughs> dead, dead air. I'm not a big fruit pie person. I love savory pies. I make a lot of quiches, and then I make a lot of, like, chest pies. I would just like to know, if anybody out there is listening, where can I get some chestnuts? Ooh, good well, question. Without, without having to order them from nuts.com, where can I get some chestnuts yeah, people locally? People don't sell those anymore. No, they don't. Yeah, I, w- I want to roast some chestnuts this year for some reason. Chestnuts roasting, roasting on, on an open fire. I feel like you wanted to do that last year. I, can't I like couldn't find it. Yeah, we couldn't find any. You so. said that somebody had tried it and said it was gross. Oh, but it was Ricky, Richard, Ricky Richardson yeah. said it was gross. Yeah, but you wanted to well, try it anyway. I'll try it anyway. Ricky, you have the next two picks. So Next two picks? Yeah. Ah. So go ahead and make All your right. second round selection. Do it one at a time. Well, okay, my, time. My, second, my next pick for a second round is going to be the Texas Roadhouse Green Beans. Okay. They, okay. Are, they are cooked with brown sugar and bacon, but I'm using Steva brown sugar, so there's no, it's actually sugar-free for me. So that's going to be my round two is the Texas Roadhouse Green Beans. 
See, I thought you were going with Texas Roadhouse rolls. Nah. Because the world is, you know, loves their rolls. With the cinnamon. You gotta, you gotta understand now. I'm diabetic, I so I, I can't, I, I can't eat rolls. So. No, well, I don't know. You, you've been doing great, so technically you could probably slide. Uh, but I'm proud. Try not to. I'm proud of you for sticking to this because it's giving people multiple options of what they could enjoy. Yeah. So. All right, well, go ahead and make your third round pick, Ricky. I'll, I'll go with my dessert but because I know it's not going to get taken away, but I'll just go ahead and add it anyway. I'm going with a cranberry, cran apple, and I already made this for Thanksgiving. And I was experimenting with it. A cran apple um, Dutch-type pie, mm-hmm. and it's also sugar-free, too. Okay. Nice. Interesting. That sounds really good. Does it have a pie crust? It has a Dutch the, um, crumble. Okay. Has a, has a crumble on top. Oh, I learned how nice. to make the crumble. Sugar-free also. Okay. So it was very good. It was very tart. So cran uh, apple. Cran apple. That sounds really good. Cran. Now, what's the base of it? Is it like a pie crust on the bottom? or is It's it a pie crust on the bottom. Okay, so it does have a And bottom. then you d- you take uh, fresh cranberries, and, mm-hmm. of course, you, you put that. You add that butter, sugar, the Steva sugar, and apples all in. You cook it till it condenses down, and it cooks, and it's softened. You put it in a pie shell, then you make your crumble to go on top of it, and you bake it for about mm, 20 minutes because it's not frozen mm-hmm. till it's brown, and you let it sit. Sounds it's actually good. better the next day when it's cold to me. I'm, mm. say, I'm the same way with cherry pie. Like, yeah. I would love to just it's, take it out and just eat it straight that way. And it's a lot like cherry pie. You know how the mm-hmm. tartness should get to it, but mm-hmm. the cran- I found out the cranberries are, you know, has that same tartness to it. So I, yeah. Well, all right. Well, have to try that. Go make your selections, put them on the board officially. And then, Kyle, you have the second pick of the third round. I do, so huh? Pick number ten. I'm going to go. Let's see. I'm going with my drink. Okay. Um, we're going to go with coffee because I feel like well, everybody knows I love coffee in general, but I feel like coffee goes well with my overall meal that we'll get to talk about and your pie, and then it goes well with pie. Yeah. So. I have a question. Okay. Okay, and this is me being you at this point. Okay. Is there a and I honestly don't know because I mm-hmm. is there a difference between coffee, cappuccinos, frappuccinos? Yes. Yes, there is. Okay. Yeah, there's a Why? so coffee is not in any of those latte ish mm-hmm. drinks. So like cappuccinos, lattes, everything except um, I think americanos maybe are made mm. with coffee and milk, but most of those drinks would involve espresso, which is not coffee. Okay, I just want to clarify because I, I I honestly don't know. I don't drink coffee. But I know they're Sorry, all I answered that for you, Kyle. No, I'm they're they're all um, they're all like sold at Starbucks. So I, I didn't know if there was Correct. a difference in all those coffees. So, so. Mm-hmm. cool. Uh, why are you selecting coffee? Because it goes with everything. It does with my yes. overall meal. Um, well, like I said, the next couple of rounds we'll be able to talk a little bit more in depth. Okay. But um, I figured I'd go and get the drink want, out of the way. You just don't want to um, reveal your hand. Mine's getting to be pretty obvious, but I have better. I hope, I hope this later. doesn't reveal anything. If it does, um, it's fine. But I think of coffee, when I think of coffee going with a holiday meal, we used to spend Thanksgivings in Columbia, South Carolina as a family with friends who were family, basically. And it's a long story, but I remember after the meal was over, Joe would get out, you know, mugs and she would make a pot of coffee and all the adults would have coffee and like chat and have dessert and then start kind of cleaning up the kitchen as they finish coffee. And it just seemed like such an adult thing to do. Um, and now I totally get it as an adult because it's coffee is a really nice way, especially socially to finish out a meal. So that's what it made me think of. Awesome. All right. I'm going to go ahead and pick up my, um, my possibly controversial pick, 
But I have a backup just in case that I don't think those two are the same. Um, maybe. We'll, we'll see. Is prime rib the same as steak? Yes. Prime rib and London broil are very similar. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. What about beef tenderloin? I mean, I feel like Ricky took a beef thing and I took a tenderloin thing and now you want beef tenderloin. That's tough. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying they're completely different. I, like, I'm saying you go to mm. a restaurant and if you order London broil or beef tenderloin, they're going to charge you two different prices. Well, it's a cheaper that, that cut. Varies, but it's still a cut. Yeah. Same way if you were to order prime rib or like prime rib versus like a sirloin, you're going to pay two different prices. I know. That's, why my, that's my argument. They're not the same thing. I'll, I'd say leave it up to Ricky. You know more about meat than mm. I do. And I feel like Ashby and I are kind of on the no side of things. Like, I think pork tenderloin and beef tenderloin are different. I, so I, I feel still like feel like you're getting a cut of a cow. A cut, so, like, yeah. so, like, anything but that's so a cut of a cow. Hamburger. But hamburger is ground beef. But it's still from or the like, cow. I would think that beef sausage, right, like summer sausage mm-hmm. or whatever, ground hamburger, and then any cut of steak are three separate things. But any cut of steak is the same thing. Ricky, what do you think? I have a third backup. I just don't want to use it because I've never actually had it, but I would try it. But I know. Well, I, I shouldn't be the deciding vote because it's two now. So well, it's no, just no, no. One, no, one of them is questioning it. Like they're 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 raising the flag. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. of them. So the other two are deciding votes. Mm, that's a tough one. I mean, I know where I fall on it, but at the same time, you know more about meat than I do, especially when it comes to different cuts and stuff. So that's why I would rather have. They're going to taste different. Uh, it depends on if he's going to put it in a like a stew. Mine's going to be. I mean, I actually have what, how I'm going to do it. Okay, well, how would you do it? Yeah, yeah. That, it's going to yeah. be yeah. a slow it. roasted prime rib au jus. Well, prime ribs out. Prime ribs gone. It's the other okay, one. Okay, then it would be beef tenderloin. Slow roasted. How are you? How are you cooking the tenderloin? Uh, give me a. Mine's second. grilled. Well, I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. prime rib is the obvious cut of steak, like, because it's right there on the yeah. steak menu if you were to go get it. Give me a second, because I have it listed here. Because that's the only argument I might let you slide on, is because if you're doing beef tenderloin, it's not technically going to be, if you were to open a meal. Yeah, because be the thing I'm looking at is, it's, it's, it's a, if you're going to do, if you're going to accept hamburger, you know, like a hamburger steak, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna do gravy or stuff like right there, or or cooked in his own side. If you're gonna do beef tip tenderloin or beef tips, they're the same thing. Mm-hmm. I, I would agree. Okay, that is different. It's different. Um, let me come back to this then, and I'll let you all have a chance to steal it in another round um, while I look up how it's gonna get cooked. And I'm just gonna go ahead and go to my. Let's see, my next side is Caesar salad. What? Sorry, I'm s- make sure you back up a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. Here, here. Oh, okay. <sighs> I was doing it too, and that's where I caught myself. So okay. If you're not talking, try to like give yourself some space. Cool. He said before the podcast to be right up on your mic. So yeah. I did. I did. That's totally my fault. Yeah. I'm just hearing it so now, so make I wanted up to go ahead your fix mind. it. I know. <sighs> anyway, what was I saying? Luke, my side. I am your father. You're changing. Yes. Not changing. You're switching sides. All right. Uh, I'm de- dressing another side. Caesar salad. That's a good one. Ooh, mm. that's a good one. It's inspired by the Santa Claus, where Scott Calvin claims to have been stung by a bee and had all his clothes burned up in a, at the dry cleaners. Big fire. <laughs> and then he, then he immediately orders dessert after dessert. Of course, after ordering a Caesar salad. Dressing on the side. 
This side can actually come up before the main course. It's a nice, healthy way to start off what will probably not be the healthiest meal, just like Santa. There's Doesn't he order it without dressing? And I'm not questioning you, but like in my mind, I always listen to this and say, like, that just doesn't sound good to me. The person beside him orders it with dressing on the side. He orders his with no dressing. But, and that's my point. Like, I'm not saying that to go against you. I'm just saying, have you ever ate it that way? Would you eat it that way? No. I would not eat Caesar salad without dressing. Caesar's like part of the the dressing's part of it for me. That like makes, yeah. yeah. That's why I'm ordering mine on the side. That like creamy. Well, yeah, and that's fine. I'm not saying you. Ra- like ranch ish dressing. The Caesar dressing is so y- unique it is. in taste. And, and that's it. what makes the whole salad itself like unique. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't saying like questioning you. I thought about it the other like we watched Santa Claus the other week. And I'm thinking about all these desserts he's going to be eating, but before he's eating a very dry salad. To be fair, if you look at the scene, he never touches the he salad. He doesn't, no. But I just, it made me wonder, like, do da-dum, people da-dum, eat Caesar da-dum, salads da-dum. without the dressing? Is that what they're in Denny's? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I saw that. Okay, I well, that song plays three times in the it first does. 30 minutes uh-huh. of the movie. So. All, the, all the dads with burned hands in Denny's. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. So. I don't want you to think I was questioning you on that. You've questioned everything I've done tonight. Why should I think anything different? Wow. Okay. (laughs) Stop. Play nice, boys. Ashby, it's your turn. We're getting the kids fighting that you had wished for. That's right. (laughs) And we got finally got the dogs calmed down. Okay, so I get one pick, right? You actually get two. I get two, so I do two again because of the snake thing. Okay. Just do one at a time, there. Yes. So I'm going to uh, go ahead and do my. Dessert. Okay. It's my, again, great, great, whatever grandmother's tipsy cake. Hmm. And a tipsy Ooh. cake is called that because... It's got rum in it. It will get you tipsy. I, this is another dish that I make homemade every year, definitely for Thanksgiving, often for Christmas. Um, I'll take a big piece. People ask for a repeat. And I make two sponge cakes from scratch. And then I stick, while they're still hot, I stick slivered almonds in them. And then I pour scuppernog wine over them so it seeps in. And then I make a homemade vanilla custard. And then I layer the cakes and the custard in a a giant dish. And then I top it all off with um, fresh whipped cream that I make with a little bit of brandy. That sounds Sounds pretty impressive. It's not for the kiddos. (laughs) That's okay. Or the faint of heart. Or the faint of heart, yeah. Um, okay, so that's my dessert. All right. And then to go with that, I'll go ahead and do my beverage because no one's going to take it anyways. Um, this is my Oma. So my mom's parents, I call Oma and Opa. So my Oma is a hot spice tea recipe. It's really good. You make it over the stove. You use a bunch of um, fresh oranges and lemons. You put the juice and the rinds in. You put some cinnamon sticks, some whole cloves. Um, it calls for a couple cups of really strong tea and some water and a cup of sugar and apricot nectar and you kind of boil the whole thing up and then simmer it and it's delicious. It's that, called hot sound, spice tea. That sounds really good. Yeah. We're just really going to give you a whole day where you just cook for us all. Yeah. 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 This, is, good. this is a made from scratch. That meal. ought to be the real gimmick of this is we have to actually make what we're drafting. <laughs> so <laughs> that'd, be I think that'd be great. <laughs> I am. I made most of this a few weeks ago for Thanksgiving. The only okay. problem is the amount of food. So we have to wait to a post-COVID world for at least the vaccine. Well, I was going to say, like we, like, we take one week. Oh, that's someone, better. Someone makes it, and then we all have leftovers, like, the next day. No, that's a great idea. Because I was singing of us all just having no, no, all this. No, 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 we don't all four of us <laughs> eating four whole <laughs> no, meals. No. Comatose. No, 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 no. No, that's a good idea. 
Maybe that's how we bring in 2021. Look, Scooby's helping. I help. I help. I help. I help. I help. All right. Back to the controversy. So, with the beef tenderloin, if I were to cook it in the oven. Ricky? If the answer is no, the answer is no, I'll move on. I'll give it to you. Are you sure? Yeah. How? And I'm not questioning. I think it sounds good. I agree with you. I think it's fun. Yeah. How, like... I've never had it, like, other than, like, maybe mixed with, like, carrots and I potatoes. I That's what I think. Yes. You sear the roast in olive oil and garlic, <laughs> browning it on size, place the beef roast on the roasting rack in the large, shallow roasting pan, fat side up. Uh, you have all these herbs you mix with it. You put it in the oven uh, 30 minutes per pound until it reaches 140 degrees on your meat thermometer. And after you remove it from the roast, cover it loosely with foil and let it rest for at least 30 minutes before serving. It sounds good. Like, that's yeah. the only reason I was asking, because I just... I don't have any experience with it. Yeah. So that's in my mind. That's more of a pot roast like. type Yeah, that's type like deal. what I think about. So, yeah, I mean. That's but fair. this will represent the holiday roast beast. Oh, that's good. Oh, the Grinch. Nice. The Grinch surely needs no introduction. He's a bad dude dreamt up by the iconic child author, Dr. Seuss, who schemes to ruin Christmas for the innocent people of Whoville. He and a highly coerced dog steal everything from the adorable townsfolk, nice. right down to the last can of Who Hash and the roast beast. True monster. The good people of Whoville troll him hard, though, by living their best life, despite his nefarious acts. And eventually he comes to his senses, and upon returning all the loot, a newly woke Grinch even volunteers to carve the roast beast as Stay tiny woke. Cindy Lou Who watches in delight. I don't know exactly what a roast beast was. It had legs that looked like a turkey, but no bones. So to represent it, we're going with a beef tenderloin. Um, aren't we glad the Grinch brought it back? Yes. So originally here I had prime, slow, slow roasted prime rib. But you know, whatever. I still think it'll go well with That's the right. sides you've you've put out there so far. And it still counts as roast beast. Yes, yes. it does. Well, I had a third option for roast beast turducken, which I've <laughs> never had, but I was turducken. but I was willing to try. <laughs> to be <laughs> fair, and that what would, is, I've cooked almost, What is that? It's a turkey, chicken, and duck and duck, not ducking. So you would technically have stolen three three meats. things there, and I thought about it too. If you ever get the first round, that's what you take. Nice turducken. Turducken. So is it my turn next? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have better stories for the f- other two, so I'll go with this. We're going to throw in grits. Having grits. Nice. If you haven't okay. figured out it so far, we're having breakfast for my meal. I thought they were yeah. all starting with the letter C. Oh, that could have been too. Grits. Having some grits. Uh, for me, my whole life growing up, uh, Thanksgiving was always the big lunch meal that you got together. We still do that at Christmas, but I feel like it's the identical, like everything's nearly the same at Christmas. Um, and it's good, don't get me wrong, like I enjoy it. But every year since I was a child, like when I was first born up until I was three or four, we moved then. But growing up, my house lived right beside my grandparents' house, so or my dad's parents. So every Christmas, we would wake up, have Christmas at my house, and then walk next door and have breakfast with my grandparents. And it was always just like a really big breakfast meal that the whole family got together and ate. Um, and typically, like in our life growing up, breakfast wasn't one of those meals. It was a grab something on the go you know, maybe you would have something together, but it was never like a big preparation thing. It was a, what can we fix pretty quick for us to eat together? Um, so we kept that tradition. When my granddad passed away, my granny started spending the night with us every year uh, on the night of Christmas Eve. That next morning, her and my mom would make us breakfast, like all of us. So even now that my grand or my granny's passed on, we still, you know, we'll wake up, my sister and her husband and their kids will wake up, uh, Erica and I wake up, and then we all go to my parents house and have breakfast with them first thing on christmas morning um i don't know it's nothing honestly the food's not 
something that's super amazing. You know, that's that is just for me that that's the meal that I look forward to every Christmas is going and just spending time with them eating something like that. Everybody's in their pajamas. Nobody's looking their best. It's just something that the family's there together and really just enjoying a meal together. So yeah. Ritz is next on my list. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Uh, one thing I, before we move on, I forgot to write on our main board a spot for your utility. So whenever you do draft your utility item or food item, make sure you write it in as a utility. What's the, what is a utility food item? You can item? put anything in that. It can be a dessert. So it can it's be like a, a free side. space. It's a free space, okay. basically. Yeah, cool. You, you can, it'd be a dessert, side, main dish, drink, whatever. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, that's where Ricky drafted the gravy because he's going to put it on everything. So, um, Speaking of Ricky, it's your pick. So you have the number 16th pick uh, in the, fo- uh, the fourth pick in the fourth round. So pick number 16 overall. Okay. Well, I'm going off my diet here. Oh, and this is going to be the only thing that's probably going to be unhealthy for me. But I'm doing the Cracker Barrel Hash Brown Casserole. Yes. That's amazing. Uh. For those of you at home, Eric just passed out in his chair. God makes that fresh every morning at Cracker Barrel. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> takes it. Well, I can't say the other one yet. I, don't I think I just got something else yes, off his list. You did. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. no. We will not have the who hash this year. Oh, oh no. no. I was worried about Kyle taking it when he said breakfast, and I didn't even think you were going to be taking it from me. So wow, yep, I got to find another side. Wow. I missed that. Like I thought you passed out like a in true excitement. Like twist, man, ladies that's so and good. gentlemen. Yes, I totally didn't catch that. Yes, Castle. Yeah, that's the only thing I'm going off 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 diet on this it's one here. So good, so worth it. Oh, it Great is. choice, Ricky. Do you put ketchup on yours or not? Why? Why would you even consider? It's a question. Blasphemy. I don't know. Like it's, I don't good. care how he eats his stupid hash brown casserole. I don't want it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna draw a line in the sand right now. You can put cheese on potato things, or you can put ketchup on potato things. But if one has the other, you do not get to put both. Why is that? So if you have cheesy hash brown casserole, no ketchup. If you got ketchup on your fries. No cheese. That is not. Mm-mm. Nope. Absolutely. I can not. agree with the cheese fries and ketchup. Like Gross. I don't like that. Like, but I don't know. Hash browns in themselves. So if you wouldn't dip well cheese fries in ketchup, why would you put ketchup on your cheesy hash brown casserole? It's perfect it's as different. is. I don't know. No. Part of it's too is that I don't have a sense of smell, so that really takes away my taste buds. Okay, and you don't get to have an opinion. <laughs> yeah, ketchup's pretty good. Like, so I just throw it on there. Kyle's just putting ketchup on everything because he can't taste it. No. Technically, there's no point either because if you put ketchup, it would take one of your like choices. So you don't want to waste ketchup. That's on your, true. You don't want your utility milk. to be ketchup. Mm-hmm. Ugh. You get another pick, Ricky. Oh, I get another yep. pick. Oh, wow. Snaking. We're snaking through. Sorry. That sounds like we were about to enter an episode of SVU. <laughs> there might be a murder here if he takes something else on my list. I'm just saying. <laughs> So right now, Ricky, you've got a side left, a drink left, and then the utility, the utility, as choice. well as a newly made enemy in Eric. That's right. That's true. I gotta consider okay, my I, utility. I, I'm gonna, that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take iced tea for my beverage, uh, unsweet iced tea. Okay. It's just typical. Is iced tea different than hot spice tea? Hmm. Because hot spice tea has been taken. That's a good call. Um, They're it both is, teas. As someone who took hot spice tea, my opinion is no, because you don't really add anything to iced tea that's more pure tea whereas i'm adding a lot of things that aren't tea to hot spice tea i don't know though because the basis is tea the basis is tea and you're, you're adding sugar to tea i'm assuming technically no, the basis for hot spice tea or whatever but mm, technically the basis for hot spice tea is the 
the fruit juices. I don't know, Kyle. It's it's, uh, it's your call. I'm going to just seem like I'm bitter if I say no, so I'm leaving it. Well, I, don't want you. To, I don't want to fold in this. You go, why do you question me on everything? I don't care either way. I'm just saying two T's have been taken, and we said we wouldn't take. Well, like, y'all wouldn't let me draft a different kind of beef or uh, steak or whatever since it was prime rib. So I'm just trying to think mm. through the process of this because – Meat is the main dish, and it's a little harder. Versus when we said broccoli, you could have broccoli and cheese casserole and still have broccoli. Right. Same way with potatoes. You could have regular potatoes or mashed potatoes, which honestly the main portion of that is potatoes. So the only reason I'm letting it slide is because you clarified that in the beginning, especially with broccoli and broccoli cheese casserole. It's literally the same thing where you have tea. And then all these other things, tea. Right. Like, Ricky's making okay. tea Fair with, enough. like, some sugar. I'm making tea with sugar and juices and cinnamon sticks and cloves and apricot nectar. And I feel like if you didn't have all the other things, it would throw it out. If it was right. just, like, a spiced right. tea or something. Right. So if he's drafting it with stevia, I could draft it with sugar? No. no. Then how is that? I don't it's understand. only one additional thing. Because I am okay, making well, okay, the tea me, version of casserole. Stevia and lemon. It's still different. Like I, I don't see how it's still more fruits and stuff like Ashby's got. Well, first. Ashby's got is a whole lot more things versus the basis of Ricky's is just tea. Right. You're adding an accoutrement. I'm actually making something totally different with multiple ingredients. Okay. Like hers is multi, and I'm not just no, 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 no. It. I'm I, trying to talk it out in my head, so I think it through. We, we've made a decision, Ricky. Draft your sweet tea. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> Ricky unsweet tea. said unsweet tea. Unsweet tea. Either way. Oh, so yeah, that's even it's better just plain because tea. it's literally just tea. He's not even adding sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah okay. But so I would not be able to add sugar and lemon to mine if I wanted to draft it. No. Okay, that's fair. Where am I at now? I feel like Eric is going to flip this table. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> it is what it is. Because I come that, like, up with I come up with this great idea, and everyone conspires against me. I mean, me, honestly, so. that's why at the beginning, like it sounded like I was trying to hound you. I was just trying to make sure we had. Rules. We're following the rules so that we have set up, out. I could ask. Okay, I agree. The problem is, is there's a lot of gray area in there food is. drafting. I feel like there meets, is. meets the obvious one. Look, we gave you, you beef meat. tenderloin, okay? <laughs> we did. You got your roast beast. <laughs> I'm going to change mine to turducken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang it, my dessert was going to be frog gras. <laughs> <laughs> was going to be what? Frog gras. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Is it my turn now? I think so. I'm still looking at my replacement for hash brown casserole, so whatever. So sorry. Okay. Um, next, we're going... Corned beef hash. That would count as a hash. That's disgusting. I wouldn't eat it. Okay, well, I, love it. I love it. I love it. Why didn't you draft that? <laughs> who's next? <laughs> I think it's me. Yes, yeah, Kyle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now we're getting more into family sections with this dish... Uh, eggs but not just any eggs it's uh my granny's scrambled eggs and my granny like between my granny and my aunt dot are the reasons that i am the size that i am today because i stayed with them a lot growing up and they just added all the butter and all, all the, the protein things. and all the no just all the horrible things okay. for me okay where it's like hey will you make me a ham, ham sandwich while i eat this whole pack of oreos i'm I trying to give them it. the benefit of the doubt no no okay i love them greatly but like the reason you can there's a distinct you go back to my uh yearbook pictures as a child where i was like i'm a normal sized child and then one year i'm just fat 
And it's, I'm not afraid to say that. Like, I'm just fat. And it's the summer I started staying with my Aunt Dot. Or I mean, every day after school look, with her. Women back then, they cooked that way because you, work, like, you worked menial jobs and like labor and you could work mm-hmm. all of that off but if you're a kid who laying on the floor watching super mario right Brothers, watching like, cartoons that's or whatever not going anywhere. yeah that all of that butter and sugar and lard isn't going anywhere no. so for me though with these eggs um i didn't really learn much from what my granny cooked because i enjoyed her cooking but especially the older she got um with emphysema and other stuff she wasn't able to cook as well um she couldn't get up and couldn't do much in the kitchen um, but I remember always when I was younger on Christmas morning, her taking my sister and I and her making the eggs. Like my mom would do a lot of the stuff, but she would do even up until the years that she passed away, like every morning, like that would be her thing on Christmas morning is I'll get up and finish helping make the eggs and my next dish. Um, but she would do your regular, like throw butter in the pan and get butter as your basis instead of like any type of oil. Mm-hmm. And then she would mix your eggs together and then put butter in that and then throw it in there. So, melted butter? Or no, like, it's just like stirred up. So like even as it's scrambling, that butter's melting as well melted. into now, it. Now, would she add any kind of like cream, half and half, or milk? No, it was just straight eggs okay. and then the butter in there. And so that's how I've grown up since making eggs. And especially whenever I switched to a keto diet, I thought it was the best thing. I was right, like, I can, can still have, have these eggs. all the eggs. butter you want. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, the not healthy version right. of what I was doing. Right. But um, for me, that's how, and if, you know, as I've grown up and gotten older, I know to cut back certain amounts of butter. So I don't necessarily add the extra butter, but I would use the butter as the natural, instead of like an oil or something like that, that's how I would cook them. Um, so for me, though, I loved it. And she would do them a little bit under easy versus my mom would always just cook them forever until, mm-hmm. and not they were bad. My mom made fine eggs too or whatever. But yeah, but if you cook eggs too long, they get dry. Yeah. And you so, know? and my mom wasn't bad with it, like not right, hitting right. on that. But my granny would always take it where it was not so like, it wasn't a liquid much anymore, but at the same time, it hadn't hit that level where everything was right. dried out. You got to right. understand too, when you're cooking eggs, they're still cooking when they're in the plate. Right. So you want to undercook them yeah. once they get to the plate. Mm-hmm. Then, if you want them, if you dry, if they're dry in the pan, they're going to be drier. It, mm-hmm. It's a personal thing. I mean, some people like more like wet eggs, like sure. moist eggs, whereas some people like the sort of more spongy texture. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So that's my pick. It's like bacon. You got team floppy and team sure. crisp, like, and then me floppy. team burnt. I'm a floppy mm. person. I want it to literally crumble if I touch it. I can't do the burnt. I'm either I can do floppy. I like floppy. It's like my first choice Ooh. where there's like still chunks of fat just on the end. Just me being the fat dude. Uh, I want to hold it and it's out straight. I can find. I'm fine with that too. Like I like crispy bacon. <laughs> Ricky's like no. <laughs> but burnt noodly. It goes back to. It goes back to the whole, like, no smell thing. Burnt doesn't right. have much of a flavor if there's not all the other flavors Yeah, that's there. fair. That's fair. All right, so your pick was eggs. eggs. Yep. Love okay. it. Love it. Breakfast for dinner for the holiday. Okay, what come first, the chicken or the egg? Oh, boy. We ain't got time for philosophy. Uh, all right. What's the next pick? Is it me? The turducken. Oh, turducken. Um, yeah, that'll be one of my sides. No. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, my next pick is my third side. It replaces the who hash hash brown casserole that I was going to draft. You were robbed of. I was robbed of. I should have went with that first. I didn't think anyone would draft it for their meal. Especially with Ricky choosing London broil. Yeah. And then hash brown. Yeah, I know. I did not expect to get scotted twice here. So, thanks. It's all right. We weren't on Facebook. Anyway. My third side, I believe, if I, I got to use my memory here because I'm doing a theme draft. All my stuff appears in Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. I believe in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, 
Mrs. Claus is trying to fatten up Santa because they expect a fat Santa, and she gives him a soup. No one likes a skinny Santa. That's right. So <laughs> she gives him a soup. Is soup draftable, or are y'all going to tell me I can't draft soup now? You can no, have soup, soup all is day. draftable. All right, I'm going to 100. draft a uh, potato soup with cheese and bacon. That sounds great. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, loaded baked potato soup. Loaded baked mm-hmm. potato soup. Uh, as one of my sides, it can come out with the salad like another pre-course meal. Don't forget to put sour um, cream in it. I'm not putting sour cream in my soup. Are you kidding me? Mm. Oh my gosh, no! If you melt down awesome. sour cream into soup, or if I you don't, don't want sour cream, just add a little like half and half. I don't like sour cream. So. I'll tell you what my dietitian told me. I mean, okay. you can use Greek yogurt in place of sour cream, oh, and you can't the tell the difference. No, I do that all the time for casseroles. No. I'm drafting. <laughs> Eric's like, leave okay. my choices alone. Cheese and bacon with okay. my baked potato okay. soup is, y'all can have sour cream when y'all draft it. <laughs> is this the first potato? No. Thing? Cash brown casserole. Oh, cash brown casserole. Okay, okay. You're just looking at it and taking bacon Can I draft it or is yes. hash brown casserole yes. and potato no, soup to the totally same thing No, you can totally draft apparently. it. I just want to know because I also have a potato dish. Okay. <laughs> but these are all totally different. Who next? You're just looking at it and take bacon earlier. Honestly, um, I think I'm next, and I think I like I wrap it up except for my utility because I get to pick twice and I have two sides left, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a side and then whatever you want to use the other as, right? Yeah, she, she has two sides and a utility. Yeah. Oh, okay, you still yeah, got yeah. that. Okay, okay. Okay, so um, speaking of potatoes, we're going to see if this will stand okay. given our other potato sides. I'm waiting for Eric just to shout no. And now Ricky gets to see what all of these letters mean. Um, my aunt Scotty has uh, used to make before she passed away. Um, every time we would get together as a family, especially on the holidays, she would make twice baked potatoes and they were a thing of beauty. And I wish, I wish I had asked her to make them with me because I think I get the gist of it, but what she would do was, I mean, just. It's a labor of love. So, I mean, you know, you make baked potatoes mm-hmm. and then you slice them and then you scoop the potato out into a big bowl and then you have your little hollowed out um, half potato little bowls and then she would take sour cream and cream cheese and cheddar cheese and chives and bacon and she would mix up the potato she had scooped out and then she would scoop it back into the um, potato and then she would top it with cheddar cheese and she would bake them in the oven and they were magical they were so magical so that's one of my sides that's a great choice and then the side i have left is again uh, a recipe from my oma and it's a pea salad that she makes at the holidays and it's fresh garden peas um crumbled up bacon crumbled up cashews um diced up celery and then salt and pepper and a little bit of mayonnaise, and you toss it, and it's a cold it's yeah. a cold salad. Oh, that sounds good. It's really good. I was wondering if it was cold or not. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you said cold. it, cold is what I thought. But yeah, it's cold. What so. is it called again? Pea salad. Pea salad, cool. Yeah, really good. Okay, those are my two sides. Awesome. I just want to take it. Can we just go, like, because we're getting close to almost being done. Mm-hmm. Can we do a recap real quick of where we're kind of at? With each recipe, because I feel like all the little things keep popping up. And the man, that sounds good, but trying to think of an overflow of the whole meal. All right. Also, I need to move hot cocoa from dessert to drink. <laughs> I didn't catch <laughs> I that. I didn't catch that until just now. Um, well, it could be both. It could be both, technically, but um, it's specifically my drink. Um, for myself, I have drafted beef tenderloin uh, as my roast beast for my main dish. Thank you all for being so understanding. Uh, I have a Caesar salad and baked potato soup as my 
sides that'll come out as appetizers with mac and cheese and hot cocoa as my drink of choice. And all of my selections are Christmas movie themed. So the roast beast, obviously from the Grinch, Caesar salad and hot cocoa is from the Santa Claus. Hot cocoa is also represented in the Polar Express and in the holiday. Mac and cheese from Home Alone. And baked potato soup with uh, bacon and cheese is my Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer soup selection. Although that's a bit of a stretch, but I don't have any other sides. So, uh, Sounds like a good choice. Kyle. One more question, because I thought about this with Erica last night. Because we've been watching where we've been making hot chocolate lately. Do you call it cocoa or hot chocolate? Hot chocolate. I call it hot chocolate, but I've heard it called hot cocoa, and it's just... Yeah. I wasn't... Honestly, and this will sound really stupid of me, the teacher, but I wasn't sure if I spelled hot chocolate correctly. I didn't time. even notice you spit chocolate over here. So, I want. I didn't want to spell it incorrectly twice, so I took a chance on this one, and I was like, no, I'm going to do hot cocoa, just so I don't mess it up. That Erica is, calls that it cocoa, correct. so that's That is I'm great. Saying. I'm moving on to the next run of the spelling bee. Yay. Nice. Yeah, I just didn't know. Like I said, that's not a pick <laughs> thing. Erica says cocoa a lot. Because okay. I was making hot chocolate and she kept talking to Grizzly, her dog, and was like, is he making hot cocoa? Is he making cocoa? And I was like, no, I'm making hot chocolate. Like, it wasn't I've a big argument. I've heard it both ways. Yeah, no, it is, and it is. It's definitely a <laughs> both ways thing. It just made me wonder how you pronounce it or what you call it. Uh, for my dish, I'm going with traditional, well, I don't know if traditional, but our Whitley traditional Christmas breakfast. Uh, main dish is country ham. <coughs> Side is grits, uh, buttery eggs, drink is coffee, and then... Typically, we don't have cherry pie at the breakfast, but if I'm going to have it the next day, I may have ch- like cherry pie leftover. So that's my meal so far. It's good for breakfast. It is. It's good. Should have said cinnamon it's rolls amazing. because that's a good dessert and it is. a good breakfast thing. That's, that was that was one of my. That's growing up. My, that was my mom's tradition. Before you open any presents or see what Santa Claus brought you, you had to eat a cinnamon roll. Mm-hmm. And I've kept that alive with with Sarah now. I've so. never had one. You've talked nice. about it. There's been years that I want but, to swing. But this by year, I mean, this is kind of off topic. But this year, we I found a, a uh, recipe for a cinnamon uh, roll casserole. Ooh, so so we're having okay. that for breakfast this year. So, nice. Yeah. Are you still going to have, well, I guess if you're just doing the casserole, you're not going to have regular cinnamon rolls, too. No, it's actually made with cinnamon rolls. Yeah. You just cut them up. I missed, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, my brain went dumb on half of that conversation. I just remember where I put my recipe at on that one. I found it the other day. We I like that. new recipes. I like new recipes. We mm-hmm. did that one year where we make something on Christmas morning um, called monkey bread that mm-hmm. my yeah, yeah. grandmother has always, it's, she gets Hunter and I in the kitchen, and we used to make monkey bread, and Hunter has taken that um, on in you know years past making it and getting up in the morning and making monkey bread. And one year, instead of cutting up biscuits, he cut up cinnamon rolls mm. to use as the monkey bread base. And it was really good. It was really good. So I bet that casserole would be really good. Erica's mom's done something similar, but it's almost like French toast. Well, she'll take the, yep. the, the thicker bread that she would make French toast out of and then cut it all up, tear it all up, and then yeah. do the casserole with that. Cool. So, Ashby, what's your meal so far? Okay, so uh, anyone watching that has the last name of Brain, this meal is going to sound <laughs> real familiar, but we're starting out with a nice pork tenderloin, uh, either grilled or baked in the oven. And then we're going to have a nice cold pea salad to go with that, as well as some twice-baked potatoes and also oh, potato rolls, right, potato rolls as my bread. And then also to uh, end, we're going to have some nice tipsy cake and a little hot spice tea. And if you want to be extra tipsy with the tipsy cake, you can also add a little brandy to the hot spice tea, make it a hot toddy. Pro tip. That's where I'm at. We're learning all the things today. 
tipsy. That's where I'm at in this meal <laughs> by the end of it. Just make us potato rolls. I'm like, woo, you guys. <laughs> Like, I've spent 12 hours making potato rolls. You leave right. me alone. Right. I've been cooking since 7 a.m. this morning, and I've been drinking the whole time. <laughs> we made tomato rolls. I can't say potato. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have some potato rolls, guys. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, Ricky, what's your meal? I'm like? starting out with a London broil, and then I'm going with uh, the themes of uh, the Texas Roadhouse green beans, uh, the Cracker Barrel hash brown casserole. I've got tea, and I've got cran apple pie for dessert. Now that I'm reading yours, I'm starting to wonder, like, you cooked the meat, but did you just send Sarah out to get all the rest of it? Yep. So the next one's not going to be from a store. And I'm not I'm not my next, negative. My next like, pick? I'm glad he's picking on you, too. <laughs> That's my thing. Like, I feel like I'm coming across negative, but really, it's just in my mind, I'm he not. He was just getting like, takeout from everywhere like, I'm else. just trying to make conversation and then curious, and you think I'm picking no, on you. Yeah. So at this point, actually, I'm not talking about Eric Carly at all. I'm trying to just, like, I don't, everything I say sounds like I'm being a jerk, and it's not what I mean. Actually, the stuff's in the freezer now. Is it? Yeah, the hash brown stuff's in the freezer. The mm. green beans are in it. Yeah, it's ready to go. I'm, I'm already, I've already done. I don't think I had bottles of London broil yet. Well, like I said, so. I'm not like picking. Like nice. Because so we do that sometimes. We'll just and I might like thing well, one thing I might substitute sauce. with the um, cream cheese is I might go with the Greek yogurt in it and just you know try it out. Try it mm-hmm. out. So, yeah, I feel I'm, like it's one of those things just mixing with th- something I can handle versus if I'm say if you have like chili and instead of pick sour cream you just plop like greek yogurt in mm. it's a little bit different for me versus imagine if you actually cooked with it it's different it's actually it's you can do that with it also it's actually we did it at one point erica was did the big switch and she used it that way for me i don't know if it was just a texture uh, somehow i could just it wasn't bad i could still eat it it, it takes a little like bit longer to melt yeah mm-hmm. it, it, okay, maybe that was yeah the thing. it takes a little longer so probably if you're going to do that you i would put it in first and then put the jelly on top okay mm-hmm and, and these are the things, like I said, that I've learned to eat. I've tried to mm-hmm. change out a lot of stuff. I've read a lot of recipes, you know, trying to – because the thing is, we as an Americans, we meat is our main dish and vegetables are in a garnish. But if you look at the, the Asian culture, vegetables are the main dish and meat is the garnish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've had to try to flip-flop my thinking when I'm eating. So I'm looking, trying to get fuller faster with stuff that is – I would not survive there. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, who's next? Is it me? Yeah, I think Ricky. No, 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 no. You just went at 21 Ashby, which means oh, I'm, that's af- true. I'm after you. Okay. So it is me, round six. Bounce back down. Yeah, we're going down. Uh, so I have a dessert and a utility left, even though hot cocoa is listed as my dessert. Yes. I'm going to yep. move it up then when good. I go up there. Okay. Um, I'm going to select my dessert. Um, I actually listed like five desserts because desserts are very popular in movies, and I wanted to have some variety in case they all got taken, but... Or took and taken, taken? but uh, none of them. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, none of them have been taken yet. So nice. Um, so I'm gonna go with an ice cream sundae. Ooh, oh, that's good. Inspired by Home Alone Two. Yeah. Kick up your feet, relax, and enjoy the thought that your family forgot all about you—not once, but twice—during your formative years. Thankfully, Kevin brought along enough street smarts to squeeze a decent vacation out of an otherwise unfortunate situation. There is an ice cream scene in Home Alone, but this one is the ice cream Sunday fever dream of your youth. Mm-hmm. There are three cakes at the foot of the bed, but the showstopper is the mounds of ice cream being professionally doled out ah, to be young and without the anxiety of late night heartburn. Own ice cream mm-hmm. butler. Two scoops, sir. <laughs> Two. Make it three. I'm not driving. Wow. Ice cream Sunday. Before you get up, what were your other choices? Uh, I was trying to think of well, desserts and I've movies. got one more that I'm okay. going to pick for my utility, so okay. I'm not going to yeah, no, um, okay. reveal them now. Cool. So, um, But I will reveal all my honorable mentions at the end, too. 
because I started trying to think about movie foods, like, and the ones that stand out are always like turkeys and stuff. It's like Christmas Vacation. That I'm one's so, so I'm dry. I'm surprised nobody picked turkey. Well, I feel like it's the obvious one. So people are like, it's on my uh, uh, honorable mentions. Okay, so like I always think about that, and then not to ruin, but like Christmas uh, story. Same way the dogs come in and like steal the turkey. Mm-hmm. That's on there too. Yeah. And so like, that's the main things I always think about is more of like the turkeys. Um, I don't want to keep talking. So I don't keep stealing, but I don't think pizza's on your list. But it's on my honorable mentions. Okay, so I always think of pizza from Home Alone. Pizza if y'all wouldn't let me have the stupid beef tenderloin. <laughs> That's so I, fair. I think of pizza like any time that we have pizza, and I make the odd choice to drink milk with it. I always think of Home Alone. We're like they're just like we'll drink the milk because they don't want to go bad because we got to get rid of it. So like I occasionally will have milk with pizza. Like I never ordered at a restaurant that way, but if I'm at home, yes. eating it. I went through a phase as a kid that Hunter Batten would love to tell you about because I had many dinners at the Batten. Uh, household where they would ask me what I wanted to drink and it was always milk and it mm-hmm. did not matter what we were having. Cold I was chocolate the same. milk, please. We're out. Right. Plain no. milk's fine. Plain milk. I didn't like chocolate milk as a kid. Mm. Like I didn't want anything weird in my milk. I just wanted like plain milk. And I also went through a phase where I would ask for ice in it because I wanted mm-hmm. to be extra same. cold. You hear that, Kyle? And she Hunter, called chocolate weird. Hunter Batten thought I was the weirdest child because he's like, who wants milk with ice in it to go with pizza that was me that was me my granddad would do that for me um <laughs> hunter batten's not wrong here so i mean honestly we would he would have it's before pre-yeti days and everything else you just had like the plastic you mm-hmm. know travel things and he would pour milk and then put ice cubes in it for me yeah and so i would drink i drank milk more than anything ever growing up i finally had a reach yeah, point where i stopped because if when we were married we'd have like milk and I would drink an entire gallon in just a couple of days. Oh, yeah. So, because that was my only thing. So, I never had an issue so much with soft drinks. It was like, I'm going to drink all the milk I all the drink, time. Like, literally, we would go through at least a gallon a week mm-hmm. at, in the Bram household with just me and my dad yeah, drinking but milk. Same. My yeah. dad and me would always drink all yeah. the milk. So, that's cool. Cool to know we're not alone in this world. I mean, milk lovers unite. Yes. <laughs> and then Ricky and Eric are both. And I was milk. lactose. <laughs> Look, I have an excellent. I, calcium you know levels mm-hmm. just saying i feel like i'm, I'm <laughs> very I'm su- strong bones yeah yes. i'm surprised yeah. i've ever broken bones because of how much milk i've drank i mean knock on wood i have never broken a bone wow. ever I have, so but i have to maybe that's a little got milk sponsorship mm-hmm. for you but well if we can get milk to sponsor us that'd be great that'd be so great love milk uh, yes. milk's great we'll all uh, have milk mustaches u.s dairy association if you're listening mm-hmm. <laughs> association yeah. of dairy up, farmers <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we've been purchasing almond milk, and I just want to know how you milk an almond. Oh boy! Well, we're not going to go down that road. You program. crush it until its soul leaves its body. Oh, I thought you had. I kept <laughs> pulling. No, 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 no! We're a family <laughs> show, family podcast, Ricky. They keep telling it's like milking a Ricky, cow. We're a family, we're a family show. Podcast. I didn't think I had to worry about you. It's Ashley I've been worried about. <laughs> well, I, I just, mean, true I, facts. I didn't. Mm, Kyle, draft your next pick before we go off the rails. <laughs> I'm trying to keep us on the rails, but how, being a fellow milk lover, how okay. do you feel about almond milk? So I, for uh, health reasons, I made, and because I use half and half, like I cannot do anything in my coffee, but actual like real half and half. I don't right. want flavors. I don't want powder. You know, I don't want milk. Um, and so to try to get rid of other non-necessary dairy in my life so I could have that, I did switch to almond milk in things like cereal um, I don't drink it straight. I put it in shakes and stuff like that. So it's, it's always coming with a different flavor. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I don't, you know, just have it alone. So I, I really don't mind the taste. I get unsweetened vanilla almond milk and I put that over cereal and things and I, I really enjoy it. I don't, it, it okay. wasn't really like a hard switch for me. I've had it with cereal and it was okay. Like it wasn't the same, but it right. was okay. Yeah, it's but definitely I, you have to acclimate to the taste. But I tried to just drink a glass of it one time. I was like, "This no, is just water." No, I can't. Milk. No, I can't, I can't drink this. it straight. No. And okay. I did try. I think before I tried almond milk, I tried coconut milk, and I was like, mm. "Absolutely not." Well, eating eating healthy is not the same. I mean, yeah. that's the no. thing. That's the, that's the little hump you have to get right. over. You have yes. to 100%. commit. You know, because when somebody asked me, so I, I had uh, cauliflower mashed potatoes or cauliflower rice. They're they said, not is it good? Same. I said, "It's good." I but said, it's but it's not rice. No, it's, it's not, not rice. It's not mashed potatoes, right. And it's not mashed potatoes, yeah. but... But it's good. It's good. Like yeah. pizza with cauliflower crust is that way. Where it's not as good as regular pizza. Right. But if you want pizza, it's a healthy alternative. It's a healthy option good for enough. it. Absolutely. Right. Uh, I'll add this on the almond milk train. I've been order, uh, getting almond milk as well, just mm-hmm. for health reasons or whatever. And when I have it with my cereal, I don't drink the milk after I'm done with the cereal same. because it right. doesn't taste the same. Right. I do. But it does... I did the one time. I was like, no, I can't do it. Yeah. So I can't right. drink it straight, but right. it does its job with cereal. Yeah. Just you I know, think don't, so. don't expect, you know, the fruity pebbles or the uh, whatever you, you know, frosted right. flakes, little right. flavored milk afterwards. Cause it's no, no, it's not the not same. The same so. All right, Kyle, you've got the next pick in the sixth round. Okay. I'm going to go with my utility here. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going outside. I'm going to Ricky. I'm going to take a ride with Ricky to Cracker Barrel. And uh, while he's ordering his hash brown casserole, I'm getting some almond butter. To go with mine. While we're talking about almonds here. Nice. Yes. So almond butter is what I'm having here. Uh, I don't have a great. What does it go with? No, 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 no. I don't know what I'm talking about. Apple butter. Apple butter. I'm going to say almond butter is not bad. I didn't know they had it at Cracker Barrel. They do have good apple butter at Cracker Barrel. I had it Monday. It's fantastic. We were talking about almonds so much. It's just where my brain went. Apple butter is apple what we're butter. taking. Yes. Okay. He's going to take that those apple butter jeans, boots with the fur. With, with the, the fur. fur. <laughs> wow. Nailed wow. It. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. So, uh, Kyle, while you're writing that down, I don't want you to talk without your microphone, but um, I'm assuming this will go with your breakfast theme. What specifically do you want it to go with? Um, like, because I'm looking at your thing, I, uh, would you put it on your ham? Would you put it with your eggs? You're you're gonna wait for the last side. Oh, oh big reveal! Big reveal! Big reveal! You better hope Ricky doesn't steal it from him, because oh. <laughs> you, I don't know if apple butter would have gotten taken, but side I mean, sides are still. I mean, Ricky still has a side to take and a utility and a utility. So uh, you're taking a big risk here, buddy. He's taking all the things. All the things. Well, Ricky, you have the next pick in the sixth round, so go ahead and make your selection there. I'm going to take um, a utility, and okay. I'm going to take biz- shrimp. What? Shrimp. What? What, was, what were you going to say? Biscuits. I was going to say biscuits. Oh, okay. Uh, shrimp. I'm going to go with – I'm going to grill shrimp on skewers uh, with okay. garlic like butter. Appetizer. Yeah, no, yeah. it goes with my steak with garlic butter. Okay, that's mm. fair. Oh. oh. And that's also London broil. It's also in the freezer, also. Awesome. Surf and turf. Mm -hmm. Yes, surf and turf. I like it. I like it. All right, and then you get the next pick, which is your last pick for the last pick. You have a side. Okay, I'm going with bis. No, I'm going with. (laughs) (laughs) This is my filler. This is the thing I go to when I'm hungry and I need. I really need to eat a lot of stuff. It's a zucchini, yellow squash, zucchini, onions, and Brussels sprout 
It's my medley of vegetable casserole type thing I'd make. So vegetable casserole. Vegetable casserole. I it's thought he was <laughs> going to go with a bowl of gravy. Yeah, a bowl, a bowl of, of gravy. I'm really hungry. Just need <laughs> something. Just bowl, bowl, of bowl of gravy. Bowl of gravy. <laughs> bowl of gravy. So I'm going. I'm going. I'm going with my vegetable medley. Is what I'm going. Okay. okay. That's awesome. So is it just like sauteed? Like everything salt. It was just uh, sauteed in the oven. I mean, okay. it's in it with garlic. I just put a lot of spices. I pr- every spice mm-hmm. I got in the cabinet goes on to this, yeah. n- including red pepper. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. All right. Well, Ricky, you can go ahead and add your well, selections some red there. Red pepper flakes. I use a lot of um, cayenne in, a, in everything. I put cayenne mm-hmm. in smoothies. I put it on. You like everything to have a little I, bit of a kick. I put it in grits. Mm-hmm. I put it in or a lot of eggs. A kick. I, yes. It I do like hot sauce with my Everything has a kick to it. Yeah. Erica doesn't put it in hardly anything, but she has bad heartburn all the time. Mm, yeah, that's Especially fair. pregnant right now, she's really having it. But right. she's always like, she could drink water and get heartburn. Is this so. the first time we've uh, said the P word on the podcast? I don't know. What? Erica and Kyle have. are oh. having a baby! Yeah! yeah! We haven't made that announcement because it was technically made... Um, like they told, he had told us uh, about a month ago, mm-hmm, but they mm-hmm. didn't make it public until right. a couple of weeks ago. We're we already it under wraps. We already had mm-hmm. episodes in the can. That's right. Um, before um, that news came out, so this is the first time we've actually had a chance to congratulate him on. I appreciate it. His, we're having a pod baby. We're having a pod. Yep. Ba- the first what the what baby of many. Oh, so excited. <laughs> so we're excited for that. Um, Very excited. We'll do a quick talk about that while Ricky's getting back to his seat, but um. I don't know, it's a big blessing. I'll, just, I'll just take this out there and throw it out there for right now. Um, you know, we've been trying for like five years and had a lot, not necessarily issues. We just weren't having any luck, I guess was the best mm-hmm. to say. It was mm-hmm. not that necessarily either one of us had any bodily problems that were preventing it. Um, but Erica did discover she had PCOS, mm-hmm. um, which did make it harder to get pregnant. Uh, and honestly, it's one of those things that she went to the same doctor for a long time. And they were not very proactive about mm, it. And she mm-hmm. kept trying to ask it. And they were like, well, let's try a whole year first before you do this. Right. And she's like, we've been trying for like three years now. Like, right. we need to do this. So, um, and not saying they were a bad doctor per se, but she ended up uh, talking with someone else that had similar issues. And they found a, a better doctor uh, in Greenville for our situation. So, we've been going to them. And honestly, we didn't have to do any special procedures. It was just... When it came that time, they were like, okay, here, take some, take this medicine the last three days and it should help give you a little kickstart into the direction what you need. So nice. Um, so we did that and first try, we're having a baby now. So it's been a huge blessing. That's awesome. Um, so definitely if you're out there feeling like you're never going to be able to have a kid, um, I'm 33, she's 34. Um, and, you know, we struggled for five years. You're not alone. It's definitely a, a tough situation. And even in the holidays, like I definitely know that now. You know, you get around all your family and other people in your family have kids and everything else. And people see that. And, you know, when are you going to have a baby? As soon as you get married, you automatically get asked when you have a baby. Um, thankfully, we were able to be a little bit open about it with my parents and her parents and the world. And so we didn't get it hit on us so hard after a while. But um, it is one of those things. I know it's tough. You know, holidays can be tough for any reason. But, uh, you know, if you're struggling out there and feel like you're alone in that, you're not. Um, there is hope out there. And even if, you know, some of us, just it's not the right situation but there's always adoption. There's always other means of things. So I definitely recommend it. Don't give up. Um, mm-hmm. I always reach out. There's tons of, you're not going through it alone. Um, also, uh, PSA, uh, if your medical professional is not listening to you, yes. you can go to someone else. You're For allowed sure. to find, yes. you're allowed to shop doctors yes, until you, you find someone who hears you. Yes. So, and I kind That's of threw that out there, meaning that, and I didn't go into better detail, with it, but I definitely recommend that. Um, Erica's talked about that a lot, um, and I've met the new doctor a couple of times now with visits, 
and she's awesome. Even you know nice. the whole you get pregnant, you know the whole group of doctors there are the mm-hmm. ones that possibly could be helping you when the time comes. But right, the baby um, team. Yeah, they're all great. They're all supportive. They're all you know it's that type of thing that they're used to. So it's been an awesome situation for us. So there's that, and it's one of those things like we'd even talked about adoption at some point, but we kept trying and said let's wait until. We can do something. And honestly, it's one of those things, too. You get busy with work and life that mm-hmm. you know that the doctor may not be the choice for you. But at the same time, you don't see him as often and you don't think about it. And you, right. you let it slide. So don't do that. You know, health-wise in general, no matter what your situation is, you know, go ahead and take it serious whenever you find out about it. And I say that being a fat dude that I know I need to take better care of myself. Uh, and that's a goal for me. I think that's kicked in with this kid coming now. I'm really excited. Um, and so my meals not necessarily the healthiest one I've chosen so far. Maybe next year I'll join Ricky with all of his meals. But uh, it's definitely one of those things that it's eye-opening where I want to be in better shape for my kid's life because I want to be able to run around with my kids and play with my kid and not, you know, be the person sitting across the room yelling at my kid to be quiet and to sit down. Yeah. And for me, I just wanted to see Sarah graduate college and get married. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you go through your different facets of life. Mm-hmm. And for me, I mean, I made great changes. I mean, from August the 19th to today, I've lost 36 pounds. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, awesome. And I'm now, um, I'm, my medications have been cut in half. So, I mean, you know, you have to make those decisions um, based on, you know, what, what you're dealt. I mean, he, there's people, I mean, I, I have a diabetic coach, and she tells me I have, I, have a, I have one customer or one patient that he refuses. He eats McDonald's every day. And, that, and she said, we can work around that. If you, I said, no, I don't have a problem. I said, that would change. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, when I had my health stuff last year, you know, part of the big motivation for me was similar to Ricky. I mean, I don't have kids, but I want to have kids. Sure. I want to be able to grow old and see them get married and graduate high school and college and stuff. And then the road I was going down, it was not going to happen. So, um, I'm like Ricky. I've lost a ton of weight. Um, I put a little bit of it back on around the holidays. I need to go and start working out a little more. But I mean, the motivation is there to eat healthy. We all love kids, so that's we, right. We want to be around them. And now that you're having a kid, I gotta have a kid at some point, so our well, kids can grow up together. And I say that too, <laughs> all in the sense too of, you know, it's Erica wanted to have a baby by 30. Like she wanted to have a baby by she was, time she was 30. She didn't want to get too old, um, because as time goes and you do get older, your chances are more s- small and minimal. But you know. If you're getting upper in age, because it is one of those things, you look around at friends you graduated with, and some of them have full-blown families that right. are graduating high school already. And it's yes. like, how does this happen? Like, mm. that doesn't make some sense. Some of them, you're teaching their kids now. Right. Yeah. I mean. And so when I look around at that, and you know, and that's a blessing for them, but you realize like everybody's life's different. And mm-hmm. just because you're older does not mean that you're not able to have kids. Um, you may have to have some help and assistance or other things, but don't rule it out or don't get so down on yourself You know, about age. I feel like especially growing up, um, in America, being younger kids, especially our generation, you know, Ricky came before us too, but it started, you know, part of his generation too was you go to work, you know, you, or you graduate, go to college, or that was pushed on us at least, get a really good job, get married, have kids by like 25, own a house, everything else. Like, I'm 33 and just am in the process the of buying dream. a house, right. you know, and it's like, I'm thankful for it. Like, I'm thankful things didn't work out. It used to be parts that bothered me about that, where it's just, Right. I didn't do this right. I failed and everything else. But it's like, no, like every person's different. Every person's life is different. And you've got to make the most out of yours. And yeah. so, absolutely. So don't worry about rules set beyond other things. Yeah, because I'm 59 and starting a new career. So You are. And yeah. it's different. Like, nice. I always talk about yeah, that. You that news. Different. He's starting a new job in January. That's so yeah. cool. Look, you can reinvent yourself at any point in time. Mm-hmm. Look at Lady Gaga. Yep. Very true. <laughs> she was born that way. 
<laughs> All right, Kyle. Yes. You have one side left. Go ahead and take what we know what you're taking. I mean, is it my turn? It yeah, is your turn. Okay. Uh, this is also a tradition that my granny made. Um, I don't know that I ever had it anywhere else, but flatbread. Oh. Um, oh. My mom made, my mom See, made flatbread. You could keep going with your biscuits all day that yeah. you kept hitting at. Uh, flatbread. Um, and it was one of those cool things that she would do like with a cast iron pan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we call, my mom called them hoe cakes. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was always cool to have that because you didn't eat it often. Like even when I spent the night with her and she made me food, typically she didn't make that. Did she have molasses? I was never a molasses kid. We had them and it was oh, a, it's yeah. an option molasses. on the side. Oh man, molasses. Um, it, was a, it was an Love option on the side. Every Christmas it's still there. Like there are molasses on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, apple butter would be really good on So there. apple butter, it that's would. where it comes in at. Boots with the fur. Yeah, I make molasses too. cookies for Christmas. Oh, I like that. We'll try that, too. So good. Uh, but for us, too, the cool thing about, about um, flatbread is, obviously, it's flat. Mm-hmm. You know, there is some thickness to it, maybe like an inch thick or something, depending on how what size it is. It kind of get a little wavy. But um, the cool part is you can just put your apple butter or molasses, whatever, and it's your side thing or whatever. But most of the time, by the time you're done, you're scooping everything else on top of that and eating it all mm-hmm. together. So when you asked earlier what the flat, or you know what the apple butter went on, like it literally can end up on your eggs or your mm-hmm. ham. Nothing or wrong grits. with that. I mean, no, right. not at all. So typically, in your coffee, I that's mean, called a sandwich. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it didn't. It doesn't ever start that way. It's never right. let me make this. But by the time you're right. like, especially Christmas morning, you're like, I can eat all this. It does yes. not matter. You're trying to like heap it on. And yeah. typically, like at our Christmas too, there's also bacon is always on the table, mm-hmm. and there's always the like. Thicker length sausage. It's almost like a Italian sausage or whatever. Like, same kind you made mm. the other day. To go and you just throw it on the grill or whatever. Or, or whatever. You can cook it however. So, typically, there's just a wide variety of meats on there. But, um, and just to go an explanation to you for earlier, like, I chose country ham. Because growing up, that's not something we had constantly. You might have bacon real fast or sausage real fast in the morning, like, before school or whatever else. But country ham was one of those things that was just kind of saved where you had more time to fix something. But, um, so, yes, finishing it off with flatbread. All right. Well, uh, I have the my last pick, which is a utility, um, and it's another dessert. And I'm not actually going to pick my favorite dessert, um, although it was on the list. I'll mention it in my honorable mentions when Ashby's done picking. But I'm going to go with a classic. Um, we're going to go with chocolate chip cookies. And um, nice. chocolate chip cookies is a classic. Um, it's uh, it turns out Santa is pretty particular about his cookies. They should be warm with gooey centers, no nuts. Yeah. Um, as Scott Calvin orders at that famous dinner or lunch scene at his place of business. Um, but chocolate chip cookies, I believe, one, you can have it with your ice cream. Mm-hmm. But if you want to have them later, you know, just as a little snack. That's right. Why not? Why so not? With a nice, good choice. tall, yeah. so cold glass of iced milk. Yes. Or, or better sure. yet, you <laughs> have hot cocoa to go with your cookies. I mean. I've heard it both ways. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, but it comes out, milk, that, comes out of that CD player. Yeah, it comes out of the little CD, CD like player. cookie. Yeah. That's right. I mean, it works in the sleigh. Oh, so. my gosh. Cookie disc. So, uh, yeah, That's right. Cookie cocoa dispenser. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, so my last selection is uh, I'm gonna go with chocolate chip cookies, but any kind of cookies really. I mean, how do you like your, like I know you said because of how Santa Claus did it, but how do you like yours? Um, like how do you like my cookies? Yeah, like do you like okay. it where it's still gooey or not? Oh yeah, absolutely. Now Maybe. my um, my cousin makes these amazing chocolate chip cookies, and she brought them to Thanksgiving, and they were so good. Like I think I had like 20. I mean, okay, maybe not that many, but they were really good. <laughs> but I begged her, like, hey Madison. For Christmas, when you bring your cookies, can you just put like some in a separate Tupperware container mm-hmm. so I can take them home with me and have them? Because they were so, so good. So um, I'm hoping she will 
take that hint. She doesn't watch the podcast. So, I mean, but uh, yeah, cookies uh, would be my last selection. So. That's a great choice. Cool. And Ashby, you have the last pick. Okay. So the last pick is my utility. And, you know, I have to get a little bougie here. Um, if we're if we're picking, I would like to pick a utility that I feel like capped off a meal that you know you can have a little before the meal and have mm-hmm. a little during the meal and have a little after, after the, meal. the meal and while you're cooking the meal. So I'm gonna <laughs> go with later. a nice cabsov, some kind of a maybe a, even a red blend, but Ooh. a nice a nice bottle of cabernet is gonna well, be my I like my it. utility pick. Wine good, was good Sauvignon Blanc is good too. Mm-hmm. Which savory? Uh, I, I would say the good you know, uh, Sauvignon Blanc. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah, real good. Yeah, I do love a good Sauvignon. Merlot's too. a little too dry. Um, takes a, you have to work up spit to get it to swallow. But I love well, I love all wines honestly. But yes, I I had to get used to the drier wines, so I, I kind of yeah. had to like work to. So you like Merlots? Yeah, I, well, my favorites are Malbecs, which are actually drier than Merlots. So I was trying to remember what's We're that German wine German wine. <laughs> we are. <laughs> We are now a wine podcast. Yeah, this wine. yeah. Wine. yeah. German wine. Wine, the wine. Well, I've just figured whining with Ricky and Ashby. Yes. Um, what is that? It's a German. You talking about? Is it white? Yes, white. Riesling. Riesling. Yes, that's, Rieslings that's re- are sweeter. They're really, really good. It's a sweet. I was in Riesling country um, when I did that Viking River cruise a few years ago, and so like everywhere we went, they had local Rieslings in like Austria and Germany, and it was so good. They do it so well there. It's like a different. It's different than the reasons we have in America. It's like a more minerality and less sweetness. It's really well. That, really that was good. the thing when I tra- I've traveled to Germany, uh, France, and England. Of course, you go to England. Of course, you're going to get your your homemade brewery beers. Right. You go to France. You're going to get the wines. Mm-hmm. And then same thing in German. You're going to get the the beer and wine there. So. Right. Yeah. I feel like I'd want to go on these trips with like Ricky and Ashby being the like the tour guides. Yes. <laughs> but in my mind it never is gonna work out to what Well I'm I guess thinking. I was lucky because I did not go to the touristy things. That's um true. where I went was where where the people were working. Mm-hmm. So um I was invited to their homes. So I, I actually I I got I was real lucky to get traditional stuff. When I say I got Indian food, it you was good. You got cooked. to see what tourists didn't get to see. The, you got right. to see the you, real side right. of the Right. I mean that and that's the that's the thing, you know. Yeah. Uh you know, if you want to see the country, you know, you go back, go backstage. Don't go, you know, mm. like if you want to go to Nashville, Tennessee, don't go to all the touristy stuff. There's go great to the stuff. dive bars. And yeah, I mean, there's great stuff. Yeah, I mean that's that's where that's where the end things are at. So I'm just thinking of a Viking river cruise. Yeah, that, like she said, that so like so nonchalantly, like oh it was, yeah, when I went on that Viking river cruise, like, wait a minute, what? Magical. It There's, was it was a Viking. Magical. What what? Okay, it was actually super affordable, and I recommend it to anyone who wants to, who's like in their 30s, 40s, who's who wants to travel solo in Europe, but doesn't want to be like on their own. Um, but isn't like wanting to do those sort of like more collegey tours where everyone's drinking mm-hmm. a lot and partying. Um, and so I did this uh, seven night, eight day Viking River cruise where I flew into Budapest and did um, Hungary, Austria, Germany, and then flew out of, I want to say like Regensburg. And I did Vienna. And it, I mean, it was just magical. It was wonderful. I love it. I just love in it. my mind, I'm thinking of like a, t- a giant <laughs> cruise boat. Mm-hmm. And Ashley's like on a royal at, at the front. Like, and over here, row. we. <laughs> you just have yeah. a bunch of Vikings row. hanging out by the pool. <laughs> like, a bunch yeah, of beards and pointy Yeah, it was basically helmets. like me and just like a bunch of the Hemsworth brothers. Okay, oh, fair, enough. Yeah. fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So where do we sign up? Yes, <laughs> so. exactly. 
All right. Uh, do y'all have any honorable men- mentions that you left off your list? I don't. It's, it's not when I left off my list, but when you were talking about the cookies, it made me think of like a Christmas tradition that started in my family. Um, and maybe you guys have something similar. But you were talking about your cousin um, putting like making you a batch for Christmas and putting it in a Tupperware cup or container. That's been something with my grandparents as we've gotten older. Um, honestly, all of us are older. We don't necessarily need any more things or presents or whatever else. Exactly. Um, and, you know, I know my grandparents want to do all these things or want to buy us all these things. But honestly, we're at that age where it's just tough to even pick things anymore. Like, we've got everything we need. It's okay. We don't need anything. Um, and we started drawing names on my grandparents' house anyway. But over the past few years, my grandma makes these, like, amazing homemade cheese straws. Mm. Which are just awesome. God, I love cheese straws. But that what you brought me last time, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. I love those things. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so and it and she does it differently. Like they're the only things I ever had growing up as a cheese straw, so I didn't know any different. But whenever you go to the store and buy them off the shelf, they're almost like these smaller, little chunkier type things. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had a cheese straw. I think you would like it. Um, what? There's no broccoli in it, so I would, I'm willing to try anything. Once. <laughs> it's a little spicy there's too. There's no broccoli in it, no. so you would yeah. eat it. Oh, but that's so funny. hers are all are like super flat. They're wavy because that whatever tool she uses to make them. Right. But they're like cr- like crispy and they're flat. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not like chunkier like the ones you may buy at the store or whatever. But um, she used to make it. My mom every year would do like the Kinley Christmas Parade. My mom would always have this gathering like for friends and family. Yes, which would have taken place tonight. Tonight. And, I, and I'm yeah. missing it because I, when you, I, the past couple of years yeah. I'd stop by. And, and so right. since we're not such, doing, a, such a big spread. Since they're not doing the parade, they didn't do that this year. But my grandma would always bring them. Um, and so for the past few years, every year at Christmas, she'll buy like a Christmas tin, like this decorated or whatever. And then she'll just make each family a whole batch of those to take home and eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's just been an amazing thing for us. Like I look forward to that now that I get to take that whole container home. And like, you know, it's the same way. There's so many of them. I brought them to Ricky and everybody else is like, I can't eat all these things. Like they're awesome. They are um, awesome. But it's one of those things that it, it's become a thing that like I look forward to that more than I do you know, a gift card to somewhere that like, sure, like, I'd appreciate it and that's fine. But that's the memory that I'm going to take with me, like to know every year that I get those and get those from her. So I think that's a cool thing that you were talking about too. Like knowing that your cousin makes something that you love, yes, that you would like to have them. And I think even with Christmas in general, it's a good thing because so often we get real caught up in all the things and all the stuff. And you always hear about, well, let's make gifts for each other and make something like that. And it's like, you always feel like that's almost an excuse for you not being able to buy something or whatever. Like it's not as good as the other. And I've, and I've reached that age of my life for maturity level, whatever. Where it's like, no, I would much rather have those things. It's something that you made personally for me that, you, you know, using the talents or the abilities you have to bless me with this. And like, that means so much more than just whatever else you could go buy at the store. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Now that I put, you know, entire days into making things like those sure. rolls, I realized that it, that's more, that says I love you more. It's a labor than any of other, love. Any other gift. Cause I could mm-hmm. go to a store and buy you something without, you know, any effort mm-hmm. or I can spend 12 hours making you these rolls. Yeah. So I'm getting rolls and cheese sticks, right? Yeah, absolutely. At some point, I'm getting some rolls and cheese sticks. Uh-huh. See. If I make the rolls again for Christmas, yeah. it's a la- it's a labor intensive. Save a few for us. Situation, <laughs> we'll see. But I do also make um, pies for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I make Tar Hill pie, which is my grandmother's recipe. It, it comes off of a really famous North Carolina postcard. Um, it's basically pecan brownies and a pie crust. Okay. It's okay. really. I would good. eat that. Yeah, really good. Um, and then I also had green bean casserole randomly on here. That was going to be one of my alternatives. 
Um, and then my grandmother used to have, they lived in Newburn for a long time when I was growing up and she had a Trion Palace cookbook. Okay. And one of the recipes was called Trion Palace Ginger Jumbles. And they are like ginger snaps, but softer. Uh, one of the main ingredients is molasses mm. and you roll them into little balls and you sprinkle sugar on them and you smush them and you bake them. And they're, they taste like ginger snaps, but they're very soft and chewy. Okay. And they're really good. Um, and that's something that she and I used to make together around Christmas. So those are kind of my mention, honorable mentions. Well, we talked about it, too. And not to cut you off, because I want you to talk too, Ricky. But we even talked about in our, in our band group about that would be a cool thing to do at some point. Is to learn a recipe from somebody else and then cook it for, like, each one of us brings something we've cooked to have a meal together or whatever. And it, could, it doesn't mm-hmm. say have to be a full-blown meal. It could be whatever. But just something that you took the time to spend time with somebody to learn. Because the truth is, like, I don't know how to make those cheese straws. And I need to like, I need to call my grandma and be like, look, I want to yeah. do this. Can, you, can we do this together and you teach me how to make these? Because right. the sad part is, like, one day she's not going to be here anymore. And that's not the fact that, oh, no, I won't get cheese straws anymore. It's a matter of nobody knows how to do it the way she does. Well, it's something you can pass along. It is. Right. You know, but you keep her memory alive through that. Yes. I mean, and through other things, obviously. But that's a mm-hmm. you can tell the story to your kids. Hey, yeah. my granny made these. I mean, I mean. Because at that point, it's not about the cheese straw itself. It's just a matter of the time you spent with it and knowing that only she could do it that way. Right. Um, yeah, I read a um, blog a few years ago for my work, and it was about Southern food traditions mm-hmm. for the holidays and about how – you know, it's not just about preparing the food. It's about the people you prepare it with. And it's about like the memories that mm-hmm. you get to pass down. Um, and it was called as long as there's you and food. Oh, that's cool. And I feel like that's a really good like, like theme for holidays, you know, Southern food traditions. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, presents are one thing, but like when we all get to share a meal around a table, like that's what's important. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, Ricky, did you have any honorable mentions? Yeah, I got a few. I mean, w- getting back to the traditional things. Um, we came from a small family and then when dad passed away a couple of years ago one of our things was you know me and my brother took on and my mom couldn't cook anymore me and my brother took on trying to keep the the traditions together my brother would always make the collards that my mom always made her recipe red pepper um vinegar and i mean so and i took on making the pig picking cake every year so those are the two things that, you know, that was good on my honorable mention. But it was more tradition because I hate when somebody asks me, what do you want for Christmas? You're, you're exactly mm-hmm. right. I'd rather, I'd rather have time, you know. And one of the stories you were talking about traditions was um, my grandmother used to make a pecan cake. And when she died, nobody had the recipe. And I think I've shared this with you guys before. But um, about 15 years ago, there was a lady at work, and we got to talking, and I didn't. She's and come to find out we played together when we were kids. Her mom and my grandmother were next door neighbors. My grandmother gave her, she brought it for Christmas. She brought this pecan cake. I said, where'd you get this? She said, my mom made it. I said, that's just like my grandmother made. She said, your grandmother was so, uh, yes. I come to find out that recipe was given to her. She gave it to me. Now I now have that recipe and I, I, I make it now. So, I mean, those, those things like you were talking about the cheese straws, I mean, yeah, you need to get those recipes now. You need to, you need to learn them now. Uh, I think one of the things that we're going to change, you know, because of COVID this year, we're not getting together with our families. Uh, I think Sarah and I are going to do a baking night on Christmas Eve night. That's one of the things that we're going to try uh, making different. She's got some recipes in mind. I've never cooked them, so we're going awesome. to nice. try it. Yeah. 
That sounds like that's really the cool. perfect time to me. I love yeah. cooking with people. I'm, that's one thing I'm looking forward to most with this new kitchen that we're like, we're in the middle of getting a modular house and everything else, and it's not going to be ready until like January. But the, like a couple of weeks ago, I was shifting our kitchen table when Ricky was helping move washer and dryer. And I was shifting the table back, and the legs snapped off the table, and the table fell to the ground. Oh, no. So, because it was getting old, and it was, we right. needed a new table anyway. So, now, my kitchen doesn't have a table in it. So, it's just this big open area. So, I'm looking forward to now knowing, in like a couple months, that I'm going to have this bigger open kitchen with an oven that works, where ours hasn't worked for a few months now, and other stuff. That Like, I'm super excited to just spend time in the kitchen. And it's like, I want friends to come over, and us just cook meals together. And just spend time with each other in the kitchen making things. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's got me excited, especially the holidays right now. I'm just really thinking about spending time with people and everything else. The same way we usually have like a Christmas get together at my house every year for all the friends. But right now with COVID and everything else, we're not doing that this year. Right. Which is by all means the best decision to be made. But um, it just gets me excited to spend time with other people again in the future whenever the opportunity is available. All right. Well, I have some honorable mentions that go along with my theme. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not. Again, I'm not bringing the, you know, emotional side of things, you know, so I'll just get to my movies and they're we important. Have a fun Yay, theme. Fun no, that's theme. important. Yeah. I feel like that is what happens every time we do something with, like theme wise. When we did the um, the mixtape or the CD or whatever, y'all had highly emotional things break up. Right. So Kyle and I, br- and I bring us down. And, and I had bring something that was not <laughs> emotional at all. Like no emotional connection at all. So. <laughs> Eric has no feelings. All right. That's not true. Um, That's not true. So notable omissions and honorable mentions. From Home Alone and Home Alone 2, a lovely cheese pizza just for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, from cheese pizza. From Elf, though we don't suggest topping your plate with maple syrup or digging in with your hands. Buddy and his family had one thing right. Pasta is perfect for cold weather. Mm. Spaghetti is stick to your ribs classic that will keep you warm and energized whether you're oh. racing around New York or going about your normal day. But please don't put the maple syrup No, please don't. Noodles. Oh, my God. Just please don't. <laughs> um, from A Christmas Story, the Chinese roasted duck. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, from Christmas Vacation, eggnog. I've never had eggnog, so that's why it didn't make my list. Okay. And then um, I thought this one was just kind of humorous. Home Alone and Home Alone 2 had Pepsi and then Coca-Cola, which Coca-Cola is a Christmas classic because of the commercials as well mm-hmm. with the polar bear. Just don't give any to Fuller before bedtime. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. My honorable mentions. Uh, we've already packed the plastic sheets. We've already packed. <laughs> the rubber sheets are packed. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm still looking at chestnuts in North Carolina. If okay. anybody knows if where chestnuts, knows where d- we where can get, get some, some chestnuts. chestnuts. So we can put them on an open, open fire. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other honorable mentions? I think we went through everybody. I think we're good. Cool. Uh, social media shout outs. Oh, let me pull them up. Sorry. Oh, I'll, get, I'll grab Instagram if you want to grab okay. Facebook. Cool. And I'll just talk. Um, so recapping this, once we got through round four, and I didn't want to kill everybody uh, at the same time, I think this went pretty well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, overall. I'm glad that we've made that turn. We're now, you're not so much. I, I, like, I don't want to kill, kill you. I just can slash your tires on the way out. That's all. Please <laughs> don't. I just bought them. I'll be sure to leave before you do. Lord. <laughs> I just got them on today. Um, so to recap the meals, uh, I've got, uh, and the one thing I really like about this is we all had different kinds mm-hmm. of themes. So like mine is a movie, uh, Christmas movie theme, beef tenderloin, citrus salad, mac and cheese, baked potato soup, hot cocoa, Ice cream sundae and cookies. Kyle is breakfast themed, country ham, grits, flatbread, eggs, coffee, cherry pie, and with apple butter. Ashby's is the brain family tradition mm-hmm. themed with uh, pork tenderloin, um, a pea salad, twice baked potatoes, potato rolls, hot spice tea, tipsy cake, and uh, a nice Cabernet. I don't even know how. Sauvignon. Sauvignon, yes. So that's Caps off. 
whatever she said. <laughs> um, and then Ricky with his diabetic-friendly meal, London broil, uh, which apparently is the same as prime rib, Texas Roadhouse green beans, Cracker Barrel hash brown casserole, uh, a vegetable medley tea, uh, which is not the same as spice tea, <laughs> and uh, a cran apple pie with go, shrimp. <laughs> I'm not bitter. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, yeah, so social media shout-outs. What we got? Do you want to go ahead? Yeah, I'll go ahead. Um, so we had, let's see, on one of them, we took, well, hold on. Now I'm trying to make sure. That we I had a lot on Facebook, this, or more on Facebook. Than we did yeah, on we didn't have any on the fir- on the second one, but the first one, um, Tim Greenheart31 right, uh, commented and said, for us, Christmas dinner is basically just a sequel to Thanksgiving dinner. Sometimes the veggie or dessert is different, but overall it's the same stuff. Turkey, dressing, potatoes, slash gravy, a couple different casseroles. Still good choice. Yeah. If you say so. Yes. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, Oma. Strawberry pie, Tim. <laughs> Oma, Bonnie Gregory, chimed in and said, those rolls were her great oh, – wait. Hold on. That's out of order. Let me find where okay. – You're out of order. Said Ashby's mouth-watering potato rolls. Um, I told her she hadn't made them for us. We will have to request them. And then she said – uh, those rolls were her great grandmother's recipe. There are a lot of hard work, and as much wait, there are a lot of work, and as much as we love them, I would not go into the trouble to make them. Yeah, we leave that to ask me to make for us. It is labor intensive. Yes. Uh, Chris Rhodes says, though I know it's not what you're talking about, but the grace scene from Christmas Vacation is one of my favorites, which kind of goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. We had a I pledge vac- allegiance. Yes. To the flag. Oh, sorry, it was Sean. Sorry, it's Sean McGovern. He sent us a message. He right? sent us a message and just said a prime rib roast or beef tenderloin roast. See, okay, so he knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know because he kind of put that as one. You know, two separate tomato, things. Tomato. Uh, yeah. Just saying. Either so, one. Just saying. Uh, but Chris <laughs> did say. That he had thought about doing that blessing, but never has had the courage to do it. So he's never had the courage. To My brother up. has done it. So <laughs> yes, wow. Maybe not at Christmas dinner, but he's done it before. I remember him standing up saying, "I pledge allegiance." And I was like, flag. "Sit down. <laughs> I pray over these meals. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to him, God. <laughs> don't pass the blood. You know, don't pass over our house. Give us the blessings. We need them." <laughs> um, Chris did finally chime in though and says, "We typically do non-traditional meats like steak." Or a smoke or pork shoulder and make barbecue. Um, let's see. He says, yeah, I don't like the whole thing where we're going to eat Thanksgiving dinner twice in a matter of a month. Um, so he has his different choices. Uh, I'm probably going to butcher your name, but Robin Hudak Stauffer. Uh, yeah, Miss Stauffer, yes. Stauffer, mm-hmm. that was close, okay. Um, she says, my pepperoni rolls, super cheesy lasagna, chocolate fudge cake, peanut butter fudge. Like, I just wanted to sit down and eat oh, this she's meal. Oh, going like I Italian can tell you, and then chocolate. Yes. I, I like can it. tell you from experience, mm-hmm. the pepperoni rolls mm-hmm. are amazing. Like, they're like beer battered bread. I mean, it's like, it, or mm-hmm. what, I don't know. She cooks it with some kind of beer, but it just, Interesting. it's incredible. Okay. She said so that good. they are all of their Ohio comfort foods. Tom said she thought she had brought them to a PLC meeting before, at least the Yes. Pepperoni rolls and peanut butter fudge. Yes. The, um, the year I worked with her at Glenda Killen before I moved to Micro, she prov- she was in charge of uh, meals uh, for our PLC meeting at least twice. And oh my goodness. Mm. So, so good. good. So good. Chef's kiss. So good. Yes. So here's, here's the big one. Uh, Brett, is it Herrig? I don't know. H A R I G. Uh. Sorry if I said it wrong. I is think he the one recommending right. the broccoli casserole? Broccoli casserole. We can pronounce his name ever how we want to. It says broccoli casserole, my nanny's recipe. I said that would be awesome. I have to get your recipe to try. Or wait, it's Facebook's got us all backwards. Um, I said I love a good broccoli casserole. Now we have to convince Eric Creech to eat broccoli. 
Um, and he said, I'll give you the recipe to feed it to him. It's a life changer. And he did. He sent me a picture. That's, that's the even better part. It's not just like, oh, typed it out. Like he has this on a recipe card. They took a picture of it and sent it to me so that we can make this for you. I'll look at the picture. Do you have it up? No. I'll make it. I'll make it for you. That's the better part. Because you'll look at the recipe and be like, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like this. Instead of just having Ashby make it. Again, I would say I would try anything at least once. But I've had broccoli before and I don't like it. Okay. But I don't. So so as a qualifier, I don't like broccoli. Like if you put broccoli in front of me, I'm not going to eat it. And it's not a taste thing. It's a texture texture thing. I don't. I can't do it. But what I've started doing is cauliflower. Yes, I can't. Well, no, again, not like the whole thing, but like I can puree cauliflower, put it in soup, put it in like mashed potato. What about broccoli soup? I'm getting ready to make some. So what I started doing is if I can steam the broccoli and then puree it to the point where it no longer is the consistency of broccoli, Mm -hmm. and put it in casseroles or put it in soup, then I like eat it no problem. Yep. So. I'm just I've saying. been told my entire life, be who you want to be. Be who the person you are. Okay. And I'm finding out as an adult, no, change wh- everything about you. That's not everything. Be who you are <laughs> Look, with I'm broccoli. I'm just saying, like, if there's a way to incorporate something healthy into your life in a way that you can actually this stomach it. This is why I have it, spinach on my, sal- uh, on my sandwiches. I, That's the craziest know, part to me. Is, and I'm not, I'm not calling you crazy, but saying it. He's I don't like spinach. calling me crazy. That's I don't like spinach. Like. So typically, like, I figure... Broccoli is the more acceptable, but if you're saying here's broccoli and here's spinach, and again, so the fact you like spinach, I is like will the different eat one. broccoli. It's not that I don't eat it; I just don't prefer it. Oh, I know. Okay. <laughs> he hides it when he goes to the. I've hit it one time, and that was for you'll a never joke. For, you'll never forget, and y'all it. never let me forget it. Oh my god! What's this? That's what is amazing. it? There it is. Mm-hmm. Either way, so Kobe. We, Kobe big, we were at Kobe. That's right. That's we, <laughs> just ended off for real quick. my birthday, I think yeah. too. <laughs> For uh, we used to have this big thing with Bobby Perry, where we talked about making a broccoli casserole, and for us, broccoli casserole was broccoli cheese and like Ritz crackers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Bobby was like, "No, you got to try my broccoli casserole or broccoli and cheese casserole." He's like, "You got broccoli, you got cheese, you got the crackers, you got this rice and everything else." We're like, "No, that's broccoli and rice casserole." And he's like, "No, it's just broccoli and cheese casserole." I was like, "No, like you added rice." He's like. There was this big debate for the longest time about that. And it was honestly the same thing it is with you about broccoli. Honestly, neither one of us really cared if it was like, they both taste good. That's fine. We just like to give you the hard time. So, Thank you, Ricky Lyles, for joining us on today's <laughs> podcast. And for all your contributions to our podcast over the past year and a half, we appreciate it and everything you do. Listeners, we hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as the three of them did and that you'll enjoy our journey into the rest of our pop culture for the rest of the year. I looked on the calendar. Um, there's four Thursdays left in this month, but we only have three topics left, so I think we're taking New Year's Eve off, mm-hmm. and we're also going to take the first couple of weeks off in January. So for the rest of the year, we have next week, Home Alone 2. Mm-hmm. We have controversial Christmas movies, yeah. um, and then the last episode, which we may air the last day of the year. We may not air it on Christmas Eve. Things You Were Thankful For in 2020. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, which is one Ashby had uh, mentioned, and... As hard as 2020 has been on me, I've actually started my list, and I've got a couple of things already. Yeah. Uh, me, Mr. Yeah. me, Mr. Pessimism. I have things I'm excited about. So. Eric's number one is the Hamilton soundtrack. Um, yes. <laughs> it, 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 it's on there. Did you see my Spotify <laughs> list? <laughs> did you I see mine? Yes, it was like Hamilton, Hamilton, Hamilton. <laughs> like literally Taylor Swift, top five. Delta Ray, <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> So uh, I'm really surprised my top genre was contemporary Christian music because I think my top five songs were all Hamilton. So. Wow. 
Um, but yeah, so that's the rest of the year, folks. And then we're gonna take a couple years off, or a couple years, couple couple of yeah. weeks off. Take a couple years off. Yeah. We'll come back. A couple of weeks off. At we'll the be back of the in year 2025 when all this mess is mm-hmm. over. Set up our new podcast studio. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're getting there. Get excited, 2021. We're also gonna do some planning for. Uh, we got some ideas for 2021, but yep. we're gonna set out and make sure we have those. So uh, after the year, um, and we'll talk about this all the, all this on the last episode of the year. But uh, we'll take about two or three weeks off and then jump back in towards the end of January. But uh, we thank you for sticking with us on this ride. Hope you enjoyed the draft. Uh, if you try these meals, let us know which one is your favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Home Alone 2 next week. And uh, anything else from you guys? No. Cool. Well, uh, until next time, stay as cool as the other side of the pillow. And we'll see you next week on the What the What Podcast. Bye. What the what?